This week on Scene with Queen and Jay, we dismantle white supremacist patriarchal capitalism in front of a live audience. But first, we talk with Barry from Podcasts and Color and recap the black magic of Afropunk Brooklyn. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Ready, ready, we ready, ready. We on? We're oh on. my goodness! Another episode of this shit is happening again, and you're listening again. Wow, this yeah. is a lot. How well, are you? I'm good. Let's tell them where they are. Let's do that. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two, two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay, and, and this, this is Tea, tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. Oh my know. god, I felt guys. operatic. I That's that cool. No, that's a real. I think that's a real word. Operatic. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if, if I understand it, then it's real. <laughs> then it's real. Um. Also, we have in the studio we have a with us today. Guest, yo. There's a third person in here. Yes. There's like another person. Okay. Can we say who they are? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Barry is here from Podcast, Podcast in, in Color. Color. Hello. Hello. Oh my God. Hi, yes. Barry. She's here. Yes. We'll give her more. Formal in depth and um intro. Yes. Made an episode. We yes, just wanted yes. to let you know who was there is another awesome voice in the building. Yes. When you hear the third un- unreal <laughs> recognized right. voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, if you would like to follow this conversation, be sure to use the hashtag T with QJ. Yes. Use it everywhere. Use it on Facebook, everywhere. use it on Twitter, use everywhere. it on Tumblr. Everywhere. We don't check our Tumblr that much, but we will maybe we will one day. Yes. And Find all them hashtags. All that shit. Twitter hashtags work everywhere. Instagram too. Yep. Instagram. They yep. work everywhere. That's Except right. for Pinterest because that's like this weird place that no one goes <laughs> why to. Why do you keep bringing it up? <laughs> I just don't understand why it exists, but I understand why it exists. Okay. Because you moms like, live there. You need to decorate. Yeah. yeah moms do live there. Yeah, true. You need true. decorations ideas. You go to Pinterest mm-hmm. and then that's okay. kind of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Um, also, if you want to support the growth of this podcast, what can you do? You can give black women your money. All of it. Yes. So you can donate to us by using either our PayPal or our Patreon. So our PayPal, you can um, donate uh, one lump sum amount. It could be large. It could be small. It could be whatever you want. And you can go to paypal.me slash T with QJ. And then our other option is our Patreon, and that is kind of like a subscription service where you give us money monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, we only uh, we are only asking for two dollars. Some people give more, some people give less. Two dollars. Two dollars. That's only twenty four dollars a year. Yep. And um, yo, that's like less than like a date. It is less than a date. It's even less than those $200 dates people be fighting about over on Twitter. I don't know why they fight about that shit. Yeah, me neither. Every time they do, I'm like, oop, time to do something else. <laughs> time to go. Time to put my phone down. Um, Yeah, so do that. Oh, yeah, and then it's easier if you go to our, it's another easy option if you go to our website, tbqueenandj.com, the donate option on our, um, the menu, on the, on, the, mm-hmm. on the website, and then both of the buttons are there, PayPal and the Patreon, like if you can't remember right. the, the sites I just said. Right, right, right. And so we know a lot of people give you shit for subscribing to Patreon. We just keep doing this awesome fucking podcast. Yeah, this That's is the shit. Give. The content this, is the these shit. These are the shits. Yeah, and the yeah. money that you give us helps us pay for studio time, mm-hmm. pay for our website, mm-hmm. and all of those things. We are not using this money to buy weaving nope. weed. 
No, we use Although, our own money for that. Yeah, we use our own money for that. But because you support this podcast so much, we yes. have more money for our weave. Absolutely. Weed. Absolutely. And yeah. if it makes anyone feel any better, we hardly have time to do the weed. Okay? So. You don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> drugs and that upsets me I'm like I build it into my schedule <laughs> right, right, you know right. make it happen I, so. I don't have time I really do be looking like okay alright I need. To, I want to do drugs today like where's the time I don't have the time I don't know I'll you do make better. time for what's important you're right exactly. I'm you're right <laughs> While you're walking, you know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you I leave the house. Do you get to the train. That's time, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like maybe it's because I'm always doing like sleepy weed, and maybe I need mm-hmm. that other that one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I need. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. Because it's yeah. like, okay, am I done? It's like, no, I'm not fucking done. I got shit to do today. I'm not done. <laughs> but for the now day. I'm going to nod off. Right. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. So yeah, I need to get on my sativa game, yeah. and I think that'll that that's what I need. That'll be like a nice yeah. mellow type shit instead of just fucking going to bed. You know. <laughs> the couch in the couch <laughs> with the indica. Yeah, indica yeah you're right um that is that shit speaking of donations we have libations what are libations libations are where we show love to the people person i would say people persons like persons and people aren't the same shit you do that a lot <laughs> the, the people places and things that we love um also to show love to the ancestors also to pour some for the homies there's lots of verbiage for libations mm-hmm. um and Jay, you got some libations? I do have libations. Um, so we got some donations. That's money in the bag. They're secure in the bag. It is. I was I was trying to burp and I know, I was trying to let out. you burp because I had I was okay. trying to do less edits. All right, then no, that's good. I just, <laughs> I just hope the mic didn't pick up the burp. I'm sure okay. it didn't. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, yes. We got awesome donations from people. Um, three people hit us on the PayPal. Girl Temmy from college hooked us up on the PayPal, gave us money. Thank you so much, Temmy. We appreciate you. Who else you got? Um, Raya, they gave us money and they also left, left a little note. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast gives me life. Thank you for doing the work. Aww, You're welcome, you. Raya. Raya. You know I can't read. Y'all listen to this show. Well, who knows? Um, I don't that could even be pronounced Ray, right? Yeah, it could be pronounced Ray. Yeah, I'm not sure. Ray, Re. Sometimes okay. give us the phonetic um <laughs> Yeah, if you want. <laughs> if, if, we we do our best. Yeah. We do our yeah. best. We do our best. And then we had a third PayPal donation. Yes. Um we had a um donation from what is it, Archetype? hmm yeah. I think or, or Archetype. Archetype. Yeah. Archetype. Mm-hmm. So he sent a note. And we, we know it's a he because we know who this is. Yeah, we, we know this person. <laughs> he was actually at our Juneteenth party. Yes, yes. Um, so he says, greetings, ladies. Just kidding. Thank you. Don't I'm spay Jay. Don't spaz Jay. I'm not a lady. <laughs> I've been meaning to add I've been meaning to add on, but I'm all over the place, so this should cover me for a, about a year. L O L. Wait, sorry, another picture popped up. LOL. Y'all already know I fucks with y'all repping the Bronx. And then he says his name, but he threatens us and says, don't share his government. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bronx cousin. We appreciate you. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, and then Christopher hit our Patreon. Christopher has been subscribed to our Patreon for a while now. Um, he just upped his, he donation. Upped his donation. Yeah, from, from $5, five to $10 a month to, to $10. $10 a month. So thank you so much. We really appreciate that it excites us it keeps us going and it pays like the fucking bills that we have that allows us to keep doing to the keep show. the show going so, so it's fucking excitable it's great um are you ready to get into the show let's get into the show okay so oh. what kind of tea are you drinking i switched it up 
Oh shit! Ain't no chai. Ain't no chai today. Kind of tea you drink it. I've got jasmine green tea. Aw, it's warm. I'm excited. It was cold today. Like it's freaking fall. It was cool today. No, it's cold. (laughs) It was cold when Barry came in and had no jacket. I was like, "Are you cold? Are you okay?" And it feels good to me. I'm a walker. Like I'm always outside and walking. Right. So this is like perfect weather for me. Nah, man. I wished I had a jacket. I had I had a sweatshirt, but I was like, it's not enough. And I'm carrying in a jacket. So. Oh, good. I pictured good. Jay because I got to the studio before her. I pictured Jay coming in here with her purple bubble jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be warm, man. I don't like cold air hitting my skin, man. I don't like that. Okay. It reminds me I don't belong in this nation. <laughs> okay. That I'm a child of the sun and not supposed to be here. But anyway, on uh, that and what are your pronouns today? We didn't My do pro- pronouns. Oh, are you that. also sorry? I, I made your tea, so I know you're also drinking. Oh, I'm Jasmine drinking the Green. same thing as yeah. Jasmine. I mean, as Jasmine. Jasmine's not here, but I'm drinking the same tea as Jay, mm-hmm. which is Jasmine yes. Green tea. Yes. And I'm actually happy to be when I moved. Someone was helping me, mm-hmm. and they threw away all my teas. So I have to buy. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't need all of that food. Throw that away. Oh, I didn't okay. really give didn't a great direction. I just yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. I'm not bringing this food. Just throw that away that for me, please. Like, yep. And then I seen the tea bags in the garbage bag, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, I couldn't yell at them because right, that's the I gave, that's the direction gave, that I yo. gave. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to drink tea today and not steal the tea from work and drink that tea. Okay. I'm lying. I have a tea stash in my drawer. (laughs) Of course you do. Of course, of course. What are your pronouns? My pronouns today are she, her, and she. Okay. Yeah. My pronouns, as always, are she, her, and not a lady. Okay. Barry, you have pronouns today? Um, she and her. Okay. Cool. Yay. She sounds so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Barry does have an adorable voice. She's also very adorable. Barry is the founder and creator of Podcasts in Color, the largest uh, directory of podcasts hosted and created by people of color. She is the creator of Amped Brunch, and she is like doing a lot of things over a loudspeakers network like a lot and uh, a bunch of other shit yo like all those directories that you look at like like they're... she's got her hands on everything no I'm saying every directory that you look at mm-hmm. they were kind of like ooh look at podcast in color I want to make one yeah they copy and paste <laughs> like, sections of that yes, you know like, and that's how things that's get started happens. yeah so, so Barry is like at the center of like the podcast movement like shit that you know yeah especially going for, on for black industry. voices which is like right really really Another important because you know mm-hmm. how um podcasts are generally like this white male mm-hmm. um space mm-hmm. and barry was like nah you're gonna find these shits they right here <laughs> they out here they so barry welcome to the show and tell us about you. you're welcome tell us about podcasts and color um, well, Podcast in Color um, is a directory, as you were saying, the largest directory of podcasters of color. And that's just right now it's a directory and sometimes I write posts when I think about it. But mm-hmm. I just want podcaster to have tips and I want people of color to be podcasting and be right. able to be found all over the world, not even just the United States. Mm-hmm. It just we need to know people are out there. And when you find one, you should be able to find others. So you shouldn't just think that's just the one right, that's out there. Right, so right, right. it's just my plan. I want people to find their people. I love that. And when you talk about finding your people, like on the website, I know that you'll have different groupings. Um, so in like some of your posts, you'll have five podcasts that are, you know, self-help or five podcasts that are, I don't know, some other shit 
pop some other shit, or whatever. Right, <laughs> right. And then she used a couple of some... times oh, okay. and different things. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I really like because I have to say, as a black femme, as a black womanist race nerd. There are subjects that I know exist in podcasting, but that I specifically want to hear other black femmes talking about. You know what I mean? And so it's nice to have a place where I can go and find people who are doing what I want, like from the people that I want to hear from. It's nothing like hearing, at least for me, hearing a black person talk to another black person. Mm -hmm. Like when a black person is interviewed by a white person, it's like, okay. And they don't get all the little things that happen. But like when it's another black person, like they get the jokes or, you know, like the person starts rapping and they do a beat automatically. You know, it's just (laughs) natural things. So let's get it in. Right, right, right. No, that's awesome. And we deserve that, you know. Exactly. Because they get that for themselves mm-hmm. and in their own spaces so we yep. definitely um one thing that stands out the most about barry to me mm-hmm. is that kind of like how you're on the show just unapolog- unapologetically ourselves mm-hmm. like barry is like herself like yep. yes this is podcasting color and yes you know this is my business but don't come for me I'm still a person. I'm still a person. I will let you know Mm -hmm. what the fuck are you doing. Like this, you will not at me and say this dumb shit. Yeah, I love it. Even if you're joking and the joke is unclear, should be like, I don't fully get it. It sounds like you're coming for me. Right? (laughs) Let's see what this is. (laughs) Let's keep it cute because you don't have to at me. I don't search my name. You can talk about me all you want. Oh man. Even if I do see it, I'm just saving it for later because you're gonna come back and want something from me, and I want to be able to say, but. You said this. You were talking to a very popular right. Twenty sixteen. A very popular podcast host one time, and he said something that might have been in jest. I don't. I was unsure, and you were clearly unsure because you were like, "I don't know if you coming at me like this because I'm a woman. I don't know what your deal is." And he was like, "Wait, what?" Oh my God, it's happening in real time. But I'm yeah. like, let's clarify. I don't know what's going on, right. but I do want you to know who I am. Yeah. And I do want you to know I will argue back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I will tell you I am a woman. And I know most people try to be nicer. You know, women, they're like, oh, I want to be nicer or be accepted right. and that sort of thing. Right, right, and right. for myself personally, I fight against that. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I yeah. go to do that or something, I'm like, nah. Go harder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just who I'm trying to be at I, the moment. <laughs> I live for it. I live. You are like, you are definitely like one of the major highlights of working in like this industry, yeah. the podcasting yes. industry, like just somebody who is like keeping it real. Cause think people are trying to, and that's, this is with any industry. People are trying to come up and come up quickly. Yeah. And there are people who are, um, you know, playing a game and not being themselves exactly. and not just trying trying to like do whatever it is that you love and and i mean we network and we do stuff like that um but we try to be ourselves in that and so it's nice to see other voices and have your voice there somebody who is like being themselves and still like doing their shit you know being themselves and also not giving a fuck what other people think or feel or whatever right like i remember one time listeners um me and Jay had Twitter beef with some people we and did. they kind Twitter of beef. brought Barry in it somehow. Barry just laughed at what was happening and they yeah. kind of put her in it and she let the motherfuckers know. Like, was I was at real. work dying laughing like, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think most people on Twitter, because I've been on Twitter since 2009, Mm. like most people don't know how to get to a point. And I'm like, I'm not a person that needs to always pull the conversation in my timeline where I'm quote retweeting people. Like, I feel like an at back is way more shadier because I'm Mm -hmm. telling you exactly what I have to say right there. Like, is there a problem? Let's do it. Like, I'm all over. Am I in New York? Do you feel like I'm in Denver? Like, do you want to say something? Say what you need to say. Like, very real yeah that was good real. yeah so that it's, it. it's real but then it's like her like mm-hmm. you, you know you're gonna get the same berry like wherever which is like dope because that's f- not the, the, the way a lot of people are I feel like it helps people because they know that's not the personality I'm putting on mm-hmm. because like there's times where I mean a couple of people have come up to me in person and apologize for stuff that happened on Twitter uh-huh. and I'm like I haven't went up to anybody and said I felt wrong at all because like <laughs> Once I've said that, I've usually sat there and thought about it for a minute. Like, do I want to press in? I'm about to do this. And I'm oh like, I can get DMs because, you know, I do work for a right, loudspeaker. So right. sometimes, like, somebody will say something. And I'd be like, they said what they said. So I said what I said. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody is more, I don't think of anybody as more powerful than yep, me. You right. might have exactly. more money than me, mm-hmm. but I don't think you're as powerful as me. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. I like that. I can't deal with it. So what do you love? about podcasts and color and what would you say are some of like the challenges like what's your favorite thing and least favorite maybe I love finding new podcasts that I didn't think existed or like on different subjects where I'm like oh people are gonna love this like the more I find um, gay and lesbian podcasts I'm like this is what people are looking for because right. people are always asking you know where are other voices talking about this and I'm mm-hmm. like some people you know just want to hear people like them talk about pop culture it's not necessarily some deep subject or yeah. something it's just like cover the things that I want cover and people that sound like me and kind of see the same things the way I see them mm-hmm. so I think I like that the most the challenges are the time it takes which is right now I've had to wrap my mind around letting people help me so (laughs) that's that's something I've come up to because I have a friend that was like I mean I've been saying I would do this and I'm like it's hard for me to leave, like give control to other people right. to have things because I'm like, it's my voice and I don't want anybody speaking for me or mm-hmm. doing something and then somebody thinks I'm being shady because something wasn't done correctly because right. that's something. And so mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm coming around to it that I can't be perfect and everything isn't going to be perfect. So it'll be okay. Yeah. Like it'll turn out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. When you say now, so I know that when you first started, you had like your nine to five gig and then we're kind of doing this are you still doing your nine to five because i know your your role in the podcasting world has expanded and is ever expanding so what are you doing now well i don't have i guess the job i go to anymore i'm just doing loudspeakers network social media and Mm -hmm. then podcast and color and then i used to have a third job which i don't at the moment Mm -hmm. i'm still about to get another one because i feel like i have too much free time okay i'm not i'm a person learning to block out my time but it helps me to go somewhere during the day and then go do podcast and color stuff Uh after it's Uh just harder for me to get out the bed and go get stuff done when i don't have that so it just provides structure for me to have that third job i got you i got you that's cool. You can have my job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that shit. <laughs> Show up and you're I do. Like, I do. I'm Naina. What are you talking about? <laughs> I do actually need that job. Lots of people at work listen to this. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> how did how did your role at Loudspeakers Network? How did that come about? Um, we started at Twitter. So mm-hmm. I mean, it started with me something happened on Twitter and I added the LSN account like what are y'all doing like you should be reposting this like something was happening and I'm That's like classic Barry like classic wait, Barry, wait what are you, what the, what are you what doing I need you to be doing this I'm thinking about it right. and um 
somehow Chris Morrow responded to me like we he said something back like oh yeah we should have done that and I was like oh, okay well I mean at least you didn't take offense that I was really adding, adding you like are you right. being serious right now because I wasn't saying whatever I was doing in a nice way yeah. and then I did um, it was like a couple of more times where it was things like that and then I would like um, DM Chris and like different things but it was just starting a conversation. And so when I started doing, I reached out and I was like, I do want to do social media. It wasn't until I flew here for the Read Live show and mm-hmm. met him in person. Mm-hmm. And then it was like that in person kind of solidified, like, you're normal. You're just not an internet weirdo. You know right, I mean? right, And you right, would right. be able to handle working with the personalities that are on Ellison and not becoming in to try to be a friend. Because I am such a fan. Right, right. I think they just needed to see how that interaction would go in person. Yeah, yeah. Because so. yeah, even, because I know this is about you but even like listening to you talk about it it's even it's it's evident that you this is like a geekdom you know what i'm saying like you fucks with podcasts heavy you, yes. i also am like a podcast fanatic so i see that in you um so i think it is awesome how you turned your passion into like a career like yeah, you're building really and creating like your own lane and that's like fucking amazing it's kind of um, crazy yeah it is <laughs> i didn't see it as this or like that i, I would be people would take me as seriously or even like the industry would kind of like be saying, oh, I want you to do this and reaching right. out to me. I saw it as like some smaller thing on Twitter and my timeline didn't care anymore. So mm-hmm. it was just bringing it to somewhere else that people might care about right. <laughs> talking about podcasts. Right, so. right, right. right. Cool. No, I love that. I think that's great. Uh, and then for anyone, because I know we're like talking like podcasts, geek out like language or whatever, but for anyone who doesn't know, Loudspeakers Network is one of the largest um I would say podcasts. What are they called? Like podcasts. Network. Oh, network. Yeah. You just said the it. The word is in the title. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, one of the largest podcast networks, um, period, or would you say focusing and centering voices of color? I would say centering voices of color. Okay. 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 Yeah. But it's a big deal. If you're a podcaster of color, Loudspeakers Network is kind of a big deal. So that's you're awesome. You're aware. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're definitely yeah. aware. But I we was thinking a, that too when you said um, like we're geeking out on podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they, they know what LSN is. Like, No, but there, there are a lot of, there know, are a lot of people, listeners. Like we have listeners that just listen to like our show and like two other shows. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's easy for me to forget that there are people who don't like know what we're talking about. Well, you know? get on your shit. Well, like, as long as you listen to this, honestly, I mean, <laughs> I love LSN. I really don't care what you listen to over there. As long as you listen to TV. Well, as Queen long as you press and play when it drops. Hello. Hello. Word. The get, day of. Get them listens up. <laughs> you could like play, push play the day of and then just come back and listen later. It's fine. So um, it is yeah. through you because I would always, I'm like, Jay knows this. I always hated hashtags and was like, they're so obs- obsessive. And why do people overuse them? And like, you don't need them shits. And it's because of you that I'm like, I understand the power of hashtags. Like, how did you come to understand the power of hashtags? And how did you become such a hashtag? What fanatic. We- yeah. <laughs> You're a hashtag fanatic. I can say I wasn't as much as a fanatic before podcasts in color. Like I used hashtags and I understood that like I search them on Twitter and on Instagram and it was the way I found other people because I listened to the read. I was always searching to read, finding other fans. Like that's how I have some friends that I've Mm -hmm. met here is that I've added people and it was like talking about the show and they were like, like, okay, well now we got a connection, you know, things. Mm -hmm. And so it was really doing stuff like that. And I'm like, I understood that I could find people without the show helping me. Right. And then, like, you know, for TV shows, of course, it was, like, you know, hashtag central if any TV show was coming on mm-hmm. um, TV. So it was, like, 
if they see the power in it, if ABC got, you know, their whole team of scandal tweeting it, like, it yeah. must really matter. If that's right. what pops up before most TV shows is like, boom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it matters. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, just taking notice of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And that is a part of, like, why we push our hashtag so heavy. Yeah. It's because um, of Barry. Yeah. Barry kind of <laughs> showing us the importance of, like, using that shit yeah. and how it can help leverage, like, our brand and, like, who we are and what we do. And we love that so many of you use that shit. Like, you're actually using it. We're actually talking to one another. We're finding people mm-hmm. who love our show. Um, so, so what it's is, cool. I'm what about is, leading people back to a link. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That that's a, too. That's important. Yes. So, yes. like, what are, like, some bad uses of hashtags or, like, bad ways to use hashtags versus good ways to use hashtags? For me, I mean, everybody has different things. Like, some people are, you know, looking at SEO or just trying out different things. But mm-hmm. to me, it's like, I use hashtags as a way for people to find me or to find other things. So, mm-hmm. it's not just random hashtags the only random hashtag i'll use is podcast and that's only on instagram Uh because that's what a lot of people will use so it's just a simple thing um for people to find other people but i don't use that on twitter because on twitter some people use it to promote some people use it to just talk random Mm -hmm. things so it's like you're not really finding anything (laughs) if you search podcasts on twitter Uh but if you do if you're um on instagram so i would say for bad ways like so many people submit um and say they have a hashtag but it's something they've never used. So they're like, mm. you know, oh, this is, you know, they've hashtagged the name of their podcast. And I'm like, so I search those, which I'm sure most people don't think about. <laughs> but like, immediately, Nerd. if you tell me you have a podcast hashtag, I search the hashtag to figure out what's under it. And I'm like, if I can search a thing and there's nothing coming up, mm-hmm. there's no reason for you to say right. that's your podcast hashtag. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're claiming it, you need to be posting under it. Like, oh, I tell right. people, I if they didn't use pod yeah. in or pods in color, I'm always using those. So mm-hmm. there will still be stuff under there. I'm right. not depending on anybody to right. fill those up. But just giving people a bigger space to do things. Mm-hmm. So. so what if like your, your hashtag is like too long or like I don't think that, that stuff matter? I don't think it really matters. It's more getting the message across. Okay. Like if you're saying your hashtag is long, is it you gotta make sure it's all spelled correctly and then you've gotta be spelling it out and repeating it. And so it's kind of just playing around with it. Like how when you all do your um you did your hashtag, like it was figuring out how many times you wanna say it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, saying it through the yeah. podcast. It worked when we did it this time. You know, when we did it a little bit later, there wasn't as many, you know, yeah, tweets and exactly. things right, like that. Right, right, so right. it's about playing with that. I don't care like if it's longer short but to me if it's long you got to think how if you're on twitter Mm -hmm. like what else are people putting in the tweet before the hashtag and are they able to put the full comment of what's going on right 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 right. i know like for me when i see long hashtags i'm just maybe i'm lazy but it's like i'm not remembering all of that (laughs) (laughs) so you need that auto populate on No, I'm not. And I don't like, you only have 140 characters. Yeah. I don't like a really long hashtag. I got hashtag things to say. I got, yeah, I got stuff I want to say. This is not, I'm going to add you. I don't need the entire <laughs> full ass name of your podcast on here. Um, you said something about SEO. What is that? Um, I can't think of what it stands for. Okay. But it's, search yeah, engine optimization, optimization. Okay. so Thanks, um, there you go on the board oh yeah conscious um, is on the yeah, board conscious is here thank you we're we forgot about him. radio recording you know <laughs> he's got his shorts on all right we see you um so it's basically if you're on a website <laughs> or anything else the words that you're putting in um for people to be able to find, find you. you so okay. it's keywords and so if somebody googles whatever that you're coming up usually you want to be on the first page of that search so mm-hmm. if you're doing black podcast hopefully i'm on the first page of that search still uh-huh. and things like that yeah. so mm-hmm. just making sure 
culture you can be found. And I follow people that talk about that with podcasts because we're talking about, you know, I'm a freak about episode, episode notes like I am. Yeah. Hashtags, and that's where it matters. Like if you're um, putting your episode notes on your website and you're doing things, you want to make sure if somebody's Googling womanist podcast, mm-hmm. your website's coming up, yeah. you know, right. and things like that. So just that making sure that that's, you know. Search podcast. Because <laughs> I'd be busy, you know. Barry's going to work because she needs structure. I, I don't want structure. <laughs> I don't want structure. I just... I'm going to work because I have to still, but and I'm like, busy. Even with Women's that, because there's a, there's a lot of stuff with podcasting that Jay and I are learning from you. So like, yes. there's some things that look, I'm just I'm lazy. I don't like doing shit. I like to do shit I like, but not like extra shit. And like Jay is a lot more extra than me, like mm-hmm. more detail oriented mm-hmm. and like whatever. So our show notes have always been like that, mm-hmm. but that's because how Jay is. I'm like nobody's right. reading that shit. Right. But but as time went on and you explained the point of the show notes I'm like oh Jay was, yeah. Jay was doing the damn yeah. thing like because it helps more than just it, does, it helps more than just the listener it helps, helps us too right. people read it but I want to say it was your wall's last episode um, where somebody was trying to ask you what episode something happened on and mm-hmm. you were like leading them back to the time that they oh, gave yeah, a fight yeah. at the right. fences yeah. And, right, um, right, right. but that's how like they'll be able to go through and yeah. look and you've wrote that in there like right. things we've covered right, and right, so right. it's easy yeah and even if they went and searched that, if they had um, an iPhone and they mm-hmm. were in the purple app, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> they could. The mystery fucking purple app. <laughs> they could... Apple. Is it iTunes? Is oh it Apple Podcasts? Pick <sighs> one. All right. Um, the purple they can, app. They, there's the search bar on the mm-hmm. top, which is why I do love that app because right. you can search like a key term and things like that in any podcast episodes that have that term, mm-hmm. no matter when they were from, come that. up on the bottom of that. Nice. So, I mean, as far as like, Apple Podcasts, I think if more people really used it to say, okay, go in there and search this, or if you want to find an episode, you know, do different things. Mm-hmm. There's so yeah. many different things you can do with mm-hmm. that. that I'm like, it's it's power in, in that awesome, app. So <laughs> I never even knew you could do it. that. That search bar on top. Could, I powerful. It. Yeah, I, I used it, it like to that, just though. type in my podcast to read reviews. <laughs> like to like, you know how you have to wrong with No, me. you know how you have to search your right, own podcast. But I've searched to other podcasts reviews. though. I've searched no, other yeah, podcasts. I'm like, I'm not That's a podcast. True. I'm not saying like the search on the side with the little magnet. I'm saying I'm, like um on the episode list. Oh so the episode okay. list where that all pops up, there's a if you pull it down a little bit, there's a search bar. And if you're saying, Oh, I you're subscribed to twenty podcasts or something, you're like, but I want to find that one that was talking about you know X thing uh-huh. you can put X word on top and it'll pull up the podcast that we're talking about oh. so if your episode notes are tight oh my you're God. coming up right. in that first podcast <laughs> future this shit I never yo. even knew honestly you just changed my life yo <laughs> she does that on the regular okay there are times when I'll be at work you know the place I have to be in the daytime I'll for be structure there for money um, I'll be there scrolling through and I'll say oh Barry's talking about something and I'll look I was like, okay, I have to go back to this later. But just like little gems yes. on like just oh. geeking out on podcasting shit because I really, we don't have a lot of time. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? So like you are a resource that I can look at and say, oh, this is a whole thread about fucking like hashtags. So yes. this is a whole thread about. about show notes or whatever the fuck and I'll just read that shit. I'll be like, oh, I learned something today. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm like, and it, then it's different insight because yeah. it's just me and Jay and how much can it's we bounce off of us. each other? You know? Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're kind of and like. And usually we're just high-fiving each other. <laughs> Like, you go, girl. You are a bad right. bitch. You yo. do the damn you thing. Do it. No, that was perfect. Uh-huh. That yep. was. We don't gotta record it again. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yo, you're you're 
Twitter is good for that, and it's also good for you yelling at people about the oh, hashtag I usage. I live for that. It's it's pretty great. It'll start off as a kind reminder, like, hey, use pod and live, po- use pod and for this, and use podcasts, pods and color, excuse me, <laughs> for that. And somebody will come back and say, oh well, we don't really. I just I just use all the hashtags just to see what pe- so people could just find You'd be me. Like, all right, then go ahead with your stupid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna find it. Do whatever you want. And that's about, that's when I know that they don't understand the game. So it's like, you know, when you're trying to teach somebody the game and I'm like, I'm giving you this for free. Like, I love when people say things. I'm like, I'm just trying to help you out, but you don't know what help is. So I can tell your podcast isn't even (laughs) ready. So it's like, if it's so hard for you to be corrected on something so simple, you know, can you really have a podcast? Like who can't, no one can critique you. So you're not going to get better. So do I even care anymore? Yeah. Um, Yeah. That was science. I love it. That was just that was. Like, I fucking love it, <laughs> yo. I fucking love it. She's just she's like the podcast pimp. Like, look, ho. If she you is. don't want this knowledge, she if you is. don't want to show me, if you don't want to listen to, to me is. tell you how to make this paper, just stroll on your she own. <laughs> somebody, somebody at LSN tweeted me and said something, um, and I was like, oh well, you know Barry, so then we're cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like. <laughs> She is the plug. No, but every time, don't get it twisted. No, but every Barry time, is the plug. Every time we're anywhere with like the Ellison people, uh-huh. and they're like, um, "Oh, like they, they introduce us to someone." We're right. like, "Oh, yeah, we're cool." Cause you're, you're cool with Barry. You, you know Barry? Okay, okay. then we're cool. That's <laughs> cool the, don't you. get it twisted. A black woman is always the plug. <laughs> yes. So Barry is the plug. Yes. All right. I just want you to know yep. that I know yes. that Barry is the plug. Yes. That's all. Because if we honestly, and it's, it's if we don't big up each other, no one is ever gonna do it. No one Ever. will do that shit. Mm. So it'll. I will bring you up in times when it is unnecessary. <laughs> you know no, what I'm saying? I bring her up. It I, has to. I tweeted it her one day, done. but people always ask me questions about starting a podcast. And mm. I'm like, look, I favored it that and meant to go back and retweet it, but I did see that. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, look, like, I know a black woman who could, like, you can pay her a consultation fee. And she will, have, like, because I'm not doing that. Like, that takes time. Right, right, I'm not right. doing that. I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. Pick my brain shit. Yeah. But look, the person who's taught me a lot mm-hmm. is over here. Right, she right, will give right. you the keys. And you do pay do, her. You were going to say something. I was going to say, um, at Afropunk, a guy came up um, to the LSN tent and I actually introduced myself because they were saying something and he was like, oh my God, I've tweeted you. He was like, I tweeted you for advice for um, podcasting and you came back and gave me a thread of links of things <laughs> that I could do. And he was like, I appreciated That's that. Great. And I was like, I'm going to try to give you what I can give you. Right. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. No, awesome. exactly. But you do also do consulting, right? I would say that's a plan. Okay. okay. It's more, it's, it's set up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one day I'll make it live. Okay. okay. Um, I look at the page, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Okay. Um, I think it's hard for me right now. I'm just trying to, it's hard to, gauge expectations of what people want and I'm like I don't want you to think I'm gonna come in here and heal the world and you're gonna be on the iTunes or Apple Mm -hmm. Podcasts top 200 or whatever like I want you to just be able to have a better podcast so hopefully you can get to different things one day so it's just me getting ready and not wanting to do something and people are like I didn't get what I wanted and things like right. that. But so. here's, here's those what, people are always going to exist. Exactly. There's always going to be some bitch yes, in the back of the room like, yes. I want my Apple Care part. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. There's always going to be some bitch in and the I room. And I think like this that. is important to, to bring to light just when it comes to consulting and 
black people and people of color and our labor and our time because there are things that we would pay white folks to sit down and talk to yep. us for five minutes for that we wouldn't give that same money to black folks exactly. just because we don't value our labor and our time and so when you think about a consultation it is just that I'm not coming to fix your fucking podcast nope. I'm not coming to show you how to fucking revamp the whole and shit and it's a consultation she's not right. active. she's not going to be a producer exactly she didn't say she's going to exactly. be an engineer exactly. she didn't say any of that None shit of that she said shit. consult a consultation <laughs> is access right so I have access to you for whatever amount of time we agree on I will ask you questions and we will take it from there that's what a consultation yeah. is so I'm telling you motherfuckers that's what a consultation is Barry that's what a consultation <laughs> is okay you cannot control yeah. anyone's expectations when you are ready to offer your time then you offer your time for a fee. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna cut the audio of you saying that and put that on the top of the consultation page, and then they'll see the links of how they can set it up. Like, you, and you're more than welcome to do that press shit. Press play yo. on this two minutes, and exactly. then you're ready to go to the exactly. next thing. Yes, yes. Feel Seriously. free to do that shit. And then it stops the people who are bullshitters because I remember um, a while ago, um, people. This is when I was like, maybe I could do social media management because I feel like I'm pretty good at that. Mm -hmm. So there are people interested in that. And once I said, okay, I'll do a consultation, it was like, oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I don't just have access to you? I, I, I thought we were friends you. that just met three seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, like, so Fuck it does that. that too. You put on an amazing fucking event yes, earlier this that year we that we had to. the honor of being invited to. Thank you so much. Amped Brunch. Yes. You are the founder, creator of that. I know you partnered with some people on that. How did that get started? Um, that, I would say, started as a seed of like, meeting people at Podcast Movement last year. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where I met Joy Marie of Job Logs Podcast. Uh -huh. And I also met Natalie, who's over the podcast at Spotify. Oh, amazing. Uh -huh. um, so just um, linking up and talking more, Joy Marie is like... I don't know, extraordinary. And the thing she does, and she's organizing, yeah, she's you know, yeah, hit, I listen, like, I listen to her podcast. She, and following up with people and just like business contacts. I'm like, I don't know. There's so many things she does where <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm like, she should be beasting somewhere right, huge. Right, right. <laughs> um, and then Datriana, um, who is now a designer at Spotify. Mm -hmm. okay. um, she started working there right before the event. Oh, oh so, okay. Um, just working with them and they saw the vision too of wanting to connect women together um, black women in podcasting and we actually mm -hmm. ended up being more like POC you know to right. match yeah, that podcast right. and color mm -hmm. but really to be able to bring people in a room and just talk about podcasts you yeah. know mm -hmm. so it was a fun thing I wasn't like when, when they said it was going to happen I was like are you all serious and you're going to yeah. pay for us to drink like are you all serious like Dude, so. girl brunch was fuck. <laughs> we talked about this already and you can again we have all the information you can search and brunch okay there's a, a hashtag there's a hashtag and we talked about it on the show brunch was fucking lit and delicious brunch was lit I knew it was going to be lit because I have a friend who works at Spotify mm -hmm. and, and he was he was supposed to it was his birthday brunch after that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to be late for your birthday brunch. He was like, well, I'm in here um, moving boxes of Prosecco for you and your fucking, <laughs> for your fucking podcast brunch. Oh my God. And I was like, ooh, this is going to be late. Yeah. No, it, was, yeah, it was really yes. nice. And, and I, felt, I felt valued. I felt valued as somebody who is doing work in this industry. Yeah, I think sometimes I you get invited to events like this and they're trying to get something from, from you, you and they don't 
give anything in return exactly. like they say they're gonna have food they don't fucking have or it or yeah they, they have chips we've right, <laughs> like right. you really scarred by that yes i am yes yeah. you do not have yeah. a fucking what was that a convention it was, or something it might have been yes and all you have is chips chips is that's not convention food but oh, yeah. um yeah, but yeah it's, it, it was mm-hmm. not it was really it was a mm-hmm. really great event yeah. and we connected with lots of great people i think mm-hmm. there should be more um like yeah. i was just meeting with um Josh, who works over at Pineapple Street Media. Mm-hmm. And so we were just talking about, I feel like I'm linked up with a lot of people, but they don't know each other, you right, know, that are right, in podcasts. Right, right. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a big thing. You don't know this person. You mm-hmm. don't know this person. I'm like, no, you really like this person. Yeah. And I'm like, so I was like, I'm very surprised that um, somebody here hasn't already, you know, started a, you know, I guess non-white, mm-hmm. you know, podcast meetup that, right. you know, different people link up and do things. Yeah. Because it just feels like there's so many people out in New York that could really, you know, take from that and mm-hmm. meeting other people and just talking about podcasting. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. That's cool. Which, which honestly kind of like birthed our idea right, of like of, having yeah. our pod and meetup because mm-hmm. it was like, we see, we saw you like bringing all of these podcasters of color together mm-hmm. and it was like, yo, a lot of these people like are in New York. Yep. <laughs> yep, <laughs> like yep, right yep. in this fucking city. Yeah, and it helped to birth, right, our yeah, pod and live. It helped to birth NYC that, like up. seeing you do that, like mm-hmm. bringing different people together and right. different podcasters together. So it like like we just be you That's got the juice I man got mm-hmm. this shirt this inner hoe up our hey. shirt um, I saw her at the picture at you all's event uh-huh. and I added the thing back and I said I need one of them shirts yes. and she sent me a shirt yes. <laughs> That's awesome That's awesome I love that Oh yeah libations to Sam and the new co-host Yes but, but I do okay I'm gonna just say this yeah go ahead um, you know next year podcast movement is in Philly and oh. I feel like everybody should be either planning a panel mm-hmm. or asking you know to be one of the podcasts that are a spotlight uh-huh. or that people really do need to press themselves to be a part of what podcast movement is in Philly yeah. because I mean it's on the east coast so we know we're all here it's yeah. not that far right. mm-hmm. and it just needs to be a big push it's always a great way to make connections a lot of big people um, in podcasting are there like it, people that run the Apple podcast page will be there. Mm -hmm. People Uh that do bigger apps are always there. Like names are there and they rarely put that they're there. They're rarely in the hashtag, but they're there and open to talking to you if you're there. So it's it's an event that you should be trying to attend. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 So right. No, I'm telling Barry has the juice. Cause she does. like she's not yeah I'm about to say a corny berry joke because berry has juice. <laughs> oh my god! Forget it. Let's right. move on. Okay, so where can we find you on the socials? How can we give you money? Tell we give black women money here. So like all that shit from yes. start to finish. Okay, well podcast in color and that's podcast with an s in color dot com and that does hold links to any social media and a donate button to donate on PayPal, um, Patreon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, Stripe, if you're mm-hmm. going through Squarespace. Mm-hmm. And then it's the same name everywhere. So if you're on Twitter, Podcast and in Color, Instagram, Podcast and Color, Facebook, which I'm going to remember to sign into sometimes, Podcast and <laughs> Color. <laughs> I try to do it at least once a week. Mm-hmm. I just haven't been able to really start conversations there. It's something right, different. Right. Yeah, so right. Something I'm trying to figure out how to, mm-hmm. to break the wall there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? How about how many podcasts do you have on your directory now? I should know the answer to this. Um, uh, I know. It's that many. <laughs> um, right now, I'm in the middle of adding.
adding and taking away. So as I'll add about 20 podcasts, I've been trying to do at least 10 a day when I'm Mm -hmm. back home in Denver. And then I'll go through a section and clean it out for links and stuff like that. But I know I was over 500. Mm -hmm. And after I get done, I'll go back and um, count again. But I try to make sure there, you know, I have a list of podcasts that don't update anymore and then active podcasts. Because there's nothing like finding a podcast and it doesn't update anymore. Or they're like, where is this podcast at? And I'm like, people ask me that all the time. And I'm like, you know what? That's why I had to take them off. Because ain't nobody going to be keep asking me, like, I'm a part of the podcast. Or something. like, I'm a producer on some of these podcasts. Like, I don't know the schedule. I'm such a jerk. In my my head, I just thought of, like, two podcast groups that I hate. And I was like, is that bitch? still making podcasts i'm such a jerk i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'll check the directory you in a podcast group no 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 but like just a few like actual podcasters oh, oh okay. that i don't fuck with but anyway they probably are right is they bitch ass still doing this anyway they're probably not getting no spins though so. right <laughs> don't even don't even use the right hashtags man get out the game get out the game <laughs> Anyway, oh, thank and you. also, yes. oh, sorry, a no, little thing is to, I mean, a lot of people go off of Apple Podcast reviews. Now, it's just one thing I just thought about is that they're always saying ads or sponsors want, mm. you know, reviews to show. Okay. But if you have hashtags and you have people writing under that, it's nothing to, you know, take screenshots to show that. Like, yes, I could have 20 or 30 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Maybe I don't have that. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that when I release, I do have at least 20 or 30 people, you know, either using the hashtag or mm-hmm. there's a person, you know, doing a thread of the yeah, hashtag right, like right, I have right, active right, right. all over so yes. it's not just one place like mm-hmm. that's what you all are used to but I'm bigger than that so it's like to me giving a bigger all picture it is juice <laughs> and it's for free Yo. I think that what most people are so used to you know going with Apple they're just like that's all it is and I'm mm-hmm. like but if you're all over social media why don't you show them that you got bigger than a review on Apple like Hello. that's only on iPhones you bigger Hello. than that so you know oh fucking low <laughs> Very out Give here. this black woman your money. Give her your fucking money. <laughs> Give her your money. Cast in color. Give Hit her me your money. <laughs> Give her your money. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so we ran into you at Afropunk, yes. right? LSN yes. had a tent, which is like a fun hub. Yes. Libations to everybody who was at the LSN tent, man. Yeah. Everybody was super nice. And I just love yeah, seeing Yeah, I dead ass just sat in one of their seats and no one was like, bitch, get up. Yeah, just like <laughs> nice vibes. Everybody was really Good great. time. Yeah, I just, I really, it's become, so this is, I know um, you guys second Afropunk mm-hmm. there. This yeah. is like our millionth Afropunk. But, yeah. <laughs> but it has turned into like a nice little pit stop like oh let me say hi to my friends real quick and mm-hmm. then you know go back to doing whatever steal their seats they don't yell at steal you steal their seats yeah. right stand in the shade for a second yeah Kick yeah. It. yeah 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 and I know you guys had a really good turnout yes I mean mm-hmm. there's always a lot of people always coming up and asking for you know a certain podcast right. or something but I think it just brings notice like a lot of people were coming up to the tent saying what do you all do and what is a podcast network and I'm like right. we're still explaining that like we're still yeah. explaining you know yeah. the basic of what is a podcast and how do I access that mm-hmm. and things like that so that was a conversation I had um, with a couple of people that worked at the network too that we just need to have more conversations about where you can find podcasts what mm-hmm. a podcast is you know putting out information like if you have an Android phone to make it easier yeah. um, we had um, someone painting at the tent I'll say Muge Art like M-U-R-J underscore Art or something like that I believe on Instagram and she was saying 
Yeah, she was, I love when I get in conversations like this. I don't know if everybody else has conversations mm-hmm. like this. And she was like, I was trying to get my mom to listen to a podcast. And I told her she would really like it. And then she couldn't figure it out. And I was like, you know what? I, I don't care. And she was like, I just left it at home. Like, she was like, I couldn't do it. I told my sister right. to go over there maybe and help her figure it out. But we couldn't do it. And oh I couldn't explain God. it. And I was like, it just makes me wish there was more tutorials. That, yeah. you know, you can just say, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to just send you this link. Watch mm-hmm. this little Instagram video for, you know, 30 seconds. And then follow the directions right, on, you know, right, right. what's happening there. I'm like, mm-hmm. so many people get frustrated very easily trying to explain what a podcast is and get someone to listen so it's like take away some of those steps make mm-hmm. it easier so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i always know when someone does listen to a podcast when they say podcast like <laughs> <laughs> you know you know how like cause, maybe because that's how my mom says it but she's oh. like you don't you do that podcast oh that? my god I'm like ma you're not country you're from harlem why do you sound like that <laughs> i said you're from harlem from harlem what's going on <laughs> But that's how you know, like, okay, they don't, there's no, they're not going to go poor kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, back to Afropunk. <laughs> how was that shit, yo? I had a blast. I enjoyed it. I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Like, Afropunk is kind of the time where I, like, recalibrate in black love Yeah. Stuff. It's it's like um, definitely a marker in the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I do that, I just look at people and I'm like, everyone is beautiful. Yeah. Look at us outside, just beautiful mm-hmm. as fuck. Like, so mm-hmm. that's what Afropunk is. It but. made me wish I was here for Curl Fest because it feels like that's what it is without the mm-hmm. music in a way. And I'm uh-huh. like, I might have to try to attend, you know, something like that. I just see <laughs> right, all right, those right, people. Right, I'm right, like, right. I kind of like the spirit of what's going yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Curl Fest is similar to that. Yeah. I would say, yeah, just more like just hanging out outside mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 um how was your afropunk my afropunk i had a great time i had a really great time i got to see my faves princess nokia fucking turned it out that was a fucking spiritual experience yeah, that was really really good yeah i love I that. that i was confused though why well I, I got it later but she had like i guess they were background dancers but they was really just standing there doing two steps for her whole set those are her and other... then one of them was like her best friend and then i'm yeah, like they're okay her friends. those are her i know that friends. but yeah. i was just like why are these bitches up here two-stepping they're witches and then i was like oh those are her her two-stepping witch friends mm-hmm. okay like mm-hmm. it made sense later right 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 and then they have a video together where they um it's kind of a spoof off of um the craft kind of you know the craft yeah Oh, okay. All right. You're not excited enough for me. No, because I don't, you're like, I don't, I just wanted to know why they were two stepping. Well, that's and why I know. There. Yeah. All I right. Know. Now I know. So. Yes. Yeah. So that was dope. That was a spiritual experience. Willow did whip my hair back and forth. She did not do with my All hair right. back and forth. All right. She did her own she version. Did, yeah. Let's, I let's totally talk forgot about she was there. Yeah. <laughs> and like when I went to go get the booklet the second day, I was like, was she there? I guess I never, I'm just, I was so used to people around me just speaking up like I'm going to this now. I was like, oh yeah, that's here. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're here. I'm going to go make sure I see yeah, that. And like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she was there. She was there. I really honestly just wanted to look at her because she's adorable. And then I wanted to see if she was going to do with my hair. She did like an uh, acoustic yeah. folk version of she did with my hair but you know what i thought that was gonna make me angry but i fucked with it pretty hard i did, <laughs> I did. she fucked it real hard yes. she fucked that real hard <laughs> I, I loved it y'all i was just glad that she did it y'all I was thankful for that shit um solange rafael solange Sadiq. you're not gonna just grace oh, over solange sorry. that's what you're not gonna I won't do. do that go ahead so i really enjoyed solange i actually threatened someone while i was in the crowd because she kept pushing me we both threatened the same person the same person <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. it, and it was like you're not gonna salons is not the time to be threatening people. Mm-hmm. So for you to bring me to that, like, yeah, you probably deserve right, to right, like, right. be threatened. But it was amazing. I love Solange. Um, it was nice. I've never seen her perform live, so that mm-hmm, was good. Mm-hmm. And then I got to see her perform songs that I liked before. Like to see it at the yeah. table, I was like, oh my god, I get to like see this because I never yeah. thought I was going to see her because mm-hmm. like she wasn't like this hugely popular person, even though I liked these songs. Mm-hmm. So that was like pretty cool. And she had on like pleather pants and performed in pleather pants. She was I great. could never, but it she did beautiful. it. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful. And the way we were in VIP and I was a little irritated because I didn't feel we'll like... We'll get to that later. Okay, all right. So I had some <laughs> irritating moments in VIP, but we were there and I was like, this is not really a good seat. So I'm gonna like listen to one song and then I'll just go and get a sandwich. She was like, my seat at the table is lacking. lacking. So I'm gonna just get a sandwich. I don't have time for this. But then I was in it and she was like singing and we were having this like black girl church moment mm-hmm. and i was like i'm i'm thankful to fucking be here for yes. this shit um so that was a blessing and then it does really i had other artists here but we talked about solange now i can't mention solange anyone else because it's pointless innocent pack was dope he was fucking dope i enjoyed the fuck out of that mm-hmm. i it's, like that he brought out um to live oh yeah when well, he yeah, brought him yeah. out me and jay were kind of like oh he's all here. right and then <laughs> yeah we both kind of looked New at each people like, were like yeah okay. yeah we were like yeah. okay right. but then he did get by and we was like oh we like yeah, this up. it was a nice way to end <laughs> and I've never seen him do that live well, I've never seen oh, him so like yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. oh my god yeah. okay. like there's so many mornings right. that I woke up to this song like and this Aww. is how I got to work like <laughs> just to <laughs> get by oh that, that is a good like get you a little hype get you up in the morning like I'm gonna do this Barry is selling this to me now cause I've been taking it for granted as a New Yorker and I'm now I'm gonna have to change my morning yeah. alarm to get by. <laughs> I'm Screaming them it. lyrics with him this morning. Right. I woke up feeling <laughs> brand new. I hear that song. I'm I like, I think I'm right, gonna whatever. have to do that. I'm yeah. gonna have to add that. To yo, Barry just rotation. breathed new life into Talib <laughs> Kweli. Yo. She really did. She really did. Raphael Sadiq did an amazing set. Yeah, um, even though he denied us many Tony Tony uh, cuts. Yes. And. Um, you know it is what it is. Like I wanted to, f- I wanted to dance to it feels I good. Really did. Like I, I really, wanted to dance to it. Really, really. I wanted did. to like do the Running Man. I, I just wanted to like. I did. Act like I, I kept was thinking it was gonna happen. Eleven. New Jack Swing, yo. I feel like I'm gonna have to add. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to um Spotify Originals podcast R and B Matters, oh. but they've been doing different R and B artists. Mm-hmm. Um, like they did Brandy it was really good. Um, it, they did a few different people, but I was like, I'm gonna have to try to get Rafi. Like I've been thinking of all the people that I want yeah. them. To get now like it's a real conversation it's not just like fluff right. I can't say her name right Lettucey is that right yeah. Yeah, she, um, they did an episode um, it was somebody I hadn't heard of Rumlar Rumlar oh no somebody mm-hmm. a smaller artist mm-hmm. but I was just like they're putting me on and they're having the conversations I want to have it's not yeah. just like the one two three one two three mm-hmm. you know yeah. promo mm-hmm. run yeah. so I was like he's one of the people I'm like, I'm like you know you yeah. need to talk to him yeah. <laughs> yeah no he's important he's important and I was just mourning the fact that like I'll never see Tony, Tony, Tony live, yo. I, like, studied for Afropunk and, like, got all my Tony, Tony, Tony in, got the memories back. And You do um, this every Afropunk and they disappoint you every year. <laughs> so I don't know why you have these expectations. Oh, man, yo. You know your, yo. Fa- you know your family. Feels good. <laughs> that shit would have set off. But anyway, thank you, Tony, 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 for all you did in the past, for everything you gave us. <laughs> all right? Well, what were some of your favorite performances? 
Um, let's see. I saw a part of Sampha. Um, mm-hmm. I like that, and I love that he came out with Solange. Oh, oh my god, god. Yes. that was church. Yes, it was. It was. It was looking at black people together yeah. in unison, happy. Like I got emotional. Yeah, they commit to their performances. Yes. That was my second time seeing Solange, and she commits to it. I'm like, mm-hmm. she's one of those people that if something happened before the stage, she didn't bring it yep. there. Like you know, yep. she brought things. She even said that. Like I would have been out here. Mm-hmm. That was them who fucked up. Back there, like, I was see. not back there just playing with my with my wigs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> I've never. I meant to see Gary Clark Jr. when he came to Denver, and I didn't. So I um, saw part of his set, and he okay. is just so powerful. Yeah. I'm just like, I want to see him in a smaller space so I can really like take in take everything in he's doing, like as he's changing out instruments, you know, doing different things. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, give mm-hmm. it to me. Yeah. So I just, he just, he has the range. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that shit. I loved... Go ahead. Go I was going to say, there yeah. was one more artist. It was like Lee oh. Kelly 47. Yes, I think, I think it's LaKayla. LaKayla? Okay. I think I, so. LaKayla 47. Her, right? I mean, the, yeah. like you said, I need you to put it out there. Like, she, what am I yeah. supposed to pronounce it? Yeah. <laughs> She's fucking amazing, yo. She is amazing. I didn't see that one. It was like I was in the middle of a conversation and like a turn, like... This song was kind of good. I ain't never yeah. heard of this before. No, her and she's songs like are dope. committed to it and had mm-hmm. her hype people. And I'm like, mm-hmm. not a lot of people get stage presence and really like, I'm about to do this. Right. You know, yeah. she was really hyping up the crowd. I'm like, even if you weren't there for her at that point, you started paying attention to her. Right. So she understood no, how she to was, make that she happen. She was great. I loved it. And she brought out um, one of the Brooklyn uh, drum yes, bands. I yeah. was like, you better go ahead. I was yeah. wondering who they were going to perform with. Oh, it was so good. I find, because I enjoy her music, but I feel like her videos don't match the energy of her music and mm-hmm. so I feel like in a social media space it makes it difficult to like share and like blow her up you know what I'm saying like uh, you know seeing her with the face like looking at her Twitter account that's like pink or something I'm like mm-hmm. I would think that I would see her with the mask on on her you know yeah. as her right. obby or something mm-hmm. right, like that right, like right. to see the person she puts across mm-hmm. like that doesn't like you said refill reflective yeah, other yeah, places yeah yeah but she she's amazing definitely check her out um yeah, no, I'm yeah. I'm pretty obsessed with it. It was a good day for black women that, that yes. Saturday. Yes. It was fucking lit. It Saturday, was fucking lit. I called it Black Girl Magic Day. It was. I was calling it Black Girl Saturday, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. calling it Black Girl Magic it Day. It was fucking dope. Word. Um, also, running into listeners yeah. at Afropunk. That was cool. I will admit that I'm weird about strangers. Weirdest. So it was like, yay, okay, I want to go away. <laughs> <laughs> You listen, oh my god, that's all right. Okay, no, bye. Like, that was, yeah, that and it was, has nothing to do with you. It's just me. Like, oh I could only take so much attention. No, that that was really a blessing. I think uh, one of the listeners was Valerie. I hope that that's her name. Anyway, that's the one we had the same hair. No, no, that that was, was I heart. No, I had another listener. She came to me on Saturday and she had the lock. She didn't have her bun up. Get but she out had of the, here. Yeah, you gave her a sticker and everything. Oh, I didn't notice that y'all yes, had the same we hair. were like, ah, oh, we were on the same That's level. amazing. Yeah, we had the same, um, the same faux locks. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that was Valerie. And then Cleaver Cruz of the Black Joy Project was out there. I ran into him. He had a tent near um, the Black Lives Matter tents yeah. and they mm-hmm. were taking photos again for his project. Please be sure to follow at the Black Joy Project. Dom, our like famous, awesome photographer listener. Yeah. Um, he was at the tent taking photos and he does the photography for that. So please like connect with that and they are exploring exploring Black Joy like in all its forms and it's a photography project. It's fucking dope. So check that shit out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and there were actually a bunch of listeners that like I just saw that I couldn't run up to because they were far away. I saw Sydney like buying a sandwich. She had on blue oh, eyeshadow and she looked adorable. Not that Sydney, Sydney, the other Sydney, the one who was at our um, Juneteenth event. That's who I was picturing. Now, who is this other? Yes, Sydney? yes. No, the other, <laughs> the other Sydney is the, is homegirl that writes letters to us all the time. But yeah. she lives out of state. Exactly. That's why I was thinking of this Sydney that lives in New York. Okay. Why would I be thinking of the other one? <laughs> At least we both at least we both know and are on the same page. So hey girl, I saw you buying a sandwich, but I couldn't say hi. <laughs> shout out to the sandwich. Yeah, shout out to the sandwich. And then I got to hang out with uh Janae. That was fucking awesome. We love each other and we had an amazing time. Um and I didn't hang out with listeners. That's scary to me. What's scary to you? Hanging out with listeners? That's what we're doing right now. Yeah. I know now I'm safe here. Right, I feel comfortable right, here. Like right, this is right. like where I do that. I got you. I'm just I saying so. Like if you ever like, hey, Queen, da, da, mm-hmm. it's not you. I'm a fucking weirdo. Right, right. Like we were at the live show. Somebody came to me like, oh, you're Queen, and I was like, yeah, thanks for listening. And then I tripped, and then I was like, Jay's over there. <laughs> you're weird. But I will say, when it comes to hanging out, like I will like stop and have a conversation. But when it comes to like hanging out, like me and Janae have been like social media buddies. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people that I have built some sort of rapport with um because i'm also a little bit weird i just express it differently (laughs) jay's like look this is a new friend we're friends (laughs) that's everybody's friends for me like i've um because of my personal account i've always just been open to meeting people Mm -hmm. and like with podcasts and color i've now like that's how i met you all like you know just like hey i'm coming to town let's meet up Mm -hmm. and now i'm like i don't do that as much Yeah, it's, oh it's different. I'm okay with doing that on my personal, like yeah. personal level. Like when I was in Oakland, I spent the night at someone's house that I've known from Twitter, like stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I'm okay with that. But like, I don't know. It's just weird. See, you're reverse for me. I have a harder time make like you can like make friends just because yeah. you're making friends. It's easier for me to make friends like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause this way, you know, I like control and structure. This way, it makes sense to me. But if you're like talking to me because you like me for me, I'm in therapy for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That, yeah, I, I don't understand want you to like that. me for me. Like I even want, even yeah. when I meet people, I don't say I do a podcast or whatever. Like I'm like I work here and I do work in media. Right. And then as we get to know each other, then you know like yeah. this this podcast. I is feel happening, blah, blah, safety blah, blah. in meeting people from the podcast because the podcast is me, right? So at least it's like okay, you know, you kind of know me like a little bit. When I meet people outside of it, which is like my awkwardness in real life, it's like, okay, you don't really know me. Like, I know I'm dope, but we've only been talking for a few minutes. You you don't know what you're getting into. You know? I, don't I know. feel like that's how it is for my Twitter account. Like, certain people, like, I've met people and they'll say something and I'll be like... I mean, it's a sliver of me, but like I wrote 10 tweets that I deleted. So it's like, you know, right, like, right, you right, got right. some of the thoughts and mm-hmm. it's like some of the things. And I was like, there's people that I can't. There was somebody that asked me, they were like, you must feel some type of way when it was still iTunes. And I was like, OK, so I'll stop talking about that. Like and I've drawn back talking about a lot of things. Like if anybody attaches too much feeling to something mm-hmm. and I'm like, it could be something I'm putting off or different things. But let me change that because that's not what I'm trying to right, put off right, or right, like, right, you know, right, get right. you all to get mm-hmm. or sometimes mm-hmm. i am but yeah <laughs> no i feel that and then lastly before we go on to shit that we hated um we, there is a list there's a list there's a list uh we got to see money i if i don't yes. see if i don't see money from queer walk every two weeks i don't know what's gonna she, happen i don't to know about this she supposedly lives allegedly upstate. she lives in syracuse but i see I money i think every it's weekend. a lie i see her yeah 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 she's here so, all summer every weekend she's yes been here. so libations to money and then also libations to our listener i, I believe it's pretty Pronounce is it Vanny? 
that's her first name v-a-a-n-i to pronounce okay at the word all right anyway <laughs> libations to vani um she was there at afropunk and we were going to try and connect for a moment but we didn't yes, have time to connect yeah. so i definitely want to give you libations no reception, for that but no yeah, reception none. you know because afropunk but it's not because afropunk it's got so many phones in one one space that's what okay. i don't get like why they don't think about boosting that in some kind of way or adding we do it to there it, yeah so. every year it's not oh like you a know surprise. what it is afropunk because i can use my phone at government Ball. Yeah, so can I. Okay, forget it. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> now onto the list. Now <laughs> shit that we hated. All right, you want to start? You want me to start? Uh, you can start. Look like you actually have a list. <laughs> turn, turn the page here. Okay. <laughs> so I love Afropunk. So I'm not like inclined to talk about a bunch of shit. And we're that talking I about family. We can right. talk about family like this. Exactly. We will be at Afropunk next year. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so this is one really light thing. This is not that's not Afropunk's fault. I just kind of wanted to shade people for a second. Um, I feel like there are a lot of people, and we've seen this in publications about Afropunk and surrounding Afropunk fashion from outsiders, from like non-New Yorkers, from people just observing who have a different style. I feel like I was on the train and I was talking to some younger women and one of the girls who looked adorable she was like oh this is my first Afropunk I feel like I'm underdressed and people are going to be looking at me Mm -hmm. a certain way or whatever and I'm like yo you look gorgeous and no one is thinking about what you're wearing you know what I'm saying like people big up and celebrate shit that they like but no one is looking at you like oh she just came here in her jeans and her t-shirt like what is she doing it's what not that that's all I'm wearing like right. I don't do the extra <laughs> right like, <laughs> literally what you yeah, wear yeah. yeah and it doesn't matter and I feel like a lot of people project their own insecurities onto Afropunk goers you know what I'm saying like if you wanna wear a crown which somebody had on an amazing crown that lit up that lit up big ups to that shit if you wanna do that or if you wanna come in jeans and a t-shirt or if you wanna be naked you can do whatever you want you know what I'm saying so I thought that that I just wanted to bring up that cause I noticed that articles would pop up and there's like some shade to Afropunk culture and fashion sometimes and that's just like don't project your shit on us it just sounds like they're just talking about us like this this, this, this party or this this thing that you don't you know you can't go you know you can't come there the way you can to other festivals and mm-hmm. like just do whatever you want and do like dumb appropriation shit and blah 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 blah. Right. so now that we can't do that like like let's shade them in some kind of way mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. type of thing mm-hmm. yeah so there was that okay so the big thing for me Afropunk is supposed to be based on our years and going to Afropunk. It's not just the artists that are there, but it's a safe and free space for black people to be comfortable and safe and free and whatever type of black person that they are. And that goes from the time that you arrive to the time that you leave. And so every year it has been, it felt good and safe to go. And then the music ends it's a crowded space, so it takes a while to get out. For the you crowd see, to let yeah, out. you see your it's the let out. You see your friends. You're talking. You're laughing. You're talking about what you saw. You had a yeah. great time. Maybe there's still a, a food truck outside. You buy a hot dog. You're in New York. It's either your neighborhood, and so you hang out, or you traveled or, here yeah. from somewhere. Or you're figuring the next spot to exactly, go to. Exactly. Sometimes you're still just sitting in the, in the grass because you just had like a really. Um, Great day. Long you, day. Long, also. A great right. day, a long day, lots of stimulus, lots mm-hmm. of shit going on around mm-hmm. you. And you kind of just need to like wind down and like 
gather yourself. Right. I'm that type of person. I'm not you just need a like, minute. I need a minute to like right. put myself together, right. get it together, and then you know I can leave. But right. this year, so right, so and and there's always been um, police presence, but it was moderate. And I've never heard because yeah, even when it was free, I remember one of my first observations when Afro Pump was free. Um, security was basically police officers. Mm-hmm. And right. they didn't bother anybody. Yeah. And I'm used to being at events for black people like um, in New York, like the parade in Harlem, the mm-hmm. African-American Day Parade, um, the West Indian Day Parade, mm-hmm. um, places like that where the police presence is not, it's more aggressive. Right. Um, and then I went to Afropunk and then the police were chilling. And it, and and it felt like, great. It, and I've never heard of any incidents at Afropunk. Ever. There's never been a shooting. Nope. There's, there hasn't been no shit. No. It's never been any. So it's not. It's Yesterday not, I seen someone in the medical tent. I've never seen that before ever. And I'm right. like, wow, someone needed medical tent. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> when it's, I was in the crowd for Solange, a girl passed out near me. And like oh. people were like doing their phone lights to yeah. try to bring attention. So somebody right. would come through the crowd. But it took like a half an hour. Yeah. Like it was a while before like somebody came right. over that was wild I was like please never let yeah. that happen but generally like it's it's like a low it's a low key chill event yeah. mm-hmm. this year security in mass and I don't I don't know it didn't seem to be as crowded as it was last year so I don't know what the need for the high amount of security was but whatever um, upon exit I didn't even care about the amount no, it wasn't even a part accident for me when it come came to first of all the securities remind me the security remind me of bouncers. Like it was a mm-hmm. whole different tone to security yeah. that was at Africa. It was Park like being year. at forty forty, which I would never go yeah. to again. Don't go there. The empanadas are like this big. Okay. She's making a really tiny size. It's like a tiny little Yeah, circle. I did it like y'all can see. I right, do it all the right, time. Right. I do a podcast. I don't yeah. know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Um But it's like it was like uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, like it was for me that was all throughout the festival. It wasn't mm-hmm. even just we was leaving. Like every everyone had like a bouncer mentality. Even mm-hmm. when it came to me like coming in mm-hmm. and it was like to for them to zap the mm-hmm. ticket and give you the band and checking me. It was just like really like bouncerish like you could look yeah. at my bag one of them wanted to like pat my body i was like oh my god i was like excuse you and i found that that was also like they weren't doing that to everybody it was like selective it was like if i feel like patting you down i will yeah if, if I, I don't, don't i won't it was it, it just it was really i one felt, of them smelled my fucking I, I, this is the first afro punk ever where i didn't bring alcohol i always bring alcohol i always mm-hmm. have yak in my bag right. i'm known for yak in my bag because right. i ain't paying for that shit mm-hmm. i got some in my house mm-hmm. and i had my water bottle which was actually water and a woman opened it to smell it to Whoa. see what was in there and i was like word it's like that she's like it's my job i'm like Whoa. they made me drink my water like they said i had to pour it out like i had a water bottle and i'm like it's water like i just figured they might smell it or something they were yeah. like we don't know what it is so you gotta pour it out so i just went and drank it like this is ridiculous and and in the um what you can bring, it said you were allowed to bring. We need a water, bottle, like for water. They had refill stations. You supposed to put your hand under it, but <laughs> like oh drink it like you at the well or yeah, some shit. Yeah. Anyway, so that was irritating, but it just felt like I felt like I was being treated. You know how you go. This is what it felt like because most black people who have been to a black owned venue have had this experience. You go someplace. You spend your money. Or not even a black I'm about to venue. say not a black over venue. A I, venue. I felt like this at many a club where a I venue, spent mad money. Right, right. But a venue, I would say that caters to a large uh, population of, of people of people. color. Right, yeah. because they treat us like fucking animals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to be 
um, treated with military force. You know yep. what I'm saying? And so, yeah, so I felt like I was at a club. I felt like I was at some place where, you know, maybe I had just finished protesting and police were screaming at me and trying to get me into a certain corner or some shit. It just felt like you go someplace, you spend your money, and then at the end of it, they're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Time get to go. Fuck. Time Ex- to leave. The exit is over there. Get the fuck out. And it just felt like that free spirit of like, no Afro one cursed at you. <laughs> No, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> but that, that's just the energy. It's like you spend your money and it's like, okay, now fucking leave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I feel like, like we have been there before every year and you just chill and you leisurely make your way to wherever the fuck you're going. going. So I don't know if it's gentrification and that they're trying to, there's some new properties in that area now yeah. and maybe they, they need to maybe, clear the streets. Yeah, in certain, maybe the time, time, maybe the, the time that they have the, res- right. the park reserved or the permit is shorter mm-hmm, now or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that means maybe you've in the acts a little earlier. Like you have to yeah. adjust that. You shouldn't treat the people who pay to be there like, like you're fucking hurting cows yes. like like what the yes. fuck it was for me it was traumatizing and i feel like with when you have populations there a lot of us afropunk goers are people who have like been in the streets you know what i'm at saying protesting at protest and like fighting like in the movement for black lives and shit like that like i don't want to be at like a festival where i've been celebrating blackness and black joy and love all day and Did now I security have- is going to be screaming at me like they like they think that i'm a threat or yeah. a danger like yeah. that's how it felt and what was even more disturbing to me is that the next day I noticed that the security they had Zulu Nation patches on yeah. so this is a Zulu Nation like security force or team or whatever so this this is a, a black um, centered black centered black led organization and this is how, how we're treating treat black other people. black people you're treating us through the eyes of the white oppressor exactly. you know what I'm saying what the fuck is that shit about yeah, what is that? Afropunk, don't hire them again. Don't. That was just disgusting. It was terrible. Somebody asked me on the way in, um, I was going in and this guy was like, hey, so how's your weekend been? I was like, I'm okay. But, you know, actually I had a really challenging night last night with security. It was, you know, it was uncomfortable. So we, he was surprised and we talked for a minute, just talking or whatever. And this other security lady peeks in and is like, so what's the problem? And he said something like, oh, we were just talking about last night in security. She's like, well, well, ma'am, we have a job to do. And I was like, but I didn't ask you anything. And I haven't, I didn't engage you in conversation. But what is the job? That's the other thing. What is the job? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Because if it really got real, what can you do? It was very, it was, it was, it was really sad and She would have said that to me and that's when it even like, oh yeah, I'm about to call the police. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's those little things that set you off. Like that's when people come thinking, in conversations right. and they say something, you're like, oh, let me show you who I am real quick. Right, right. I was like, you know what? I didn't ask you anything. I'll send an email. Thank you. Because it was like that moment. It was like, I could really ruin the rest of my day now engaging with this exactly. person. And I just feel like we shouldn't be put in that position at in a space like this. Afropunk is supposed to be a safe space from all of that stuff. And especially the way that they incorporate um, protest. And they know that we're there. And the way Don't that they incorporate, like, that. like, no, no hate. Right. Their like, security was like anti that and, whole fucking and, list. Yeah, it was just like that list, they should have had those patches on them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. not the Zulu Nation patches, because it was just like, they didn't exemplify any of that. It was really sad. They didn't have any organization. It didn't feel like they all talked to each other. Like, right, the things no. we did on the first day and the gates we went into, then they were saying we couldn't go into those gates and we had to go around other mm-hmm. things and stuff. It was just a mess. So. That was terrible. Yeah, really, really it strange. Was, um, it was upsetting. The communication could have been better. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
Uh, and then separate from all, do you have anything else? No, that she was you were going right. Um, I'm done. I have one last thing, but I can. Okay, I'll, I'll, no, Trinidad James yelled at me, but that was because I stepped on his foot. So well, I would have yelled at you too. Um, it was a big crowd of people. Okay, and I was laughing and having a good time. Oh, I wouldn't have yelled at you then. Yeah. Wait, Fucking Trinidad James. Yes. Papa Molly, I'm sweating. Yes. You just said, woo, in his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, Janae was there and she was like, can I get a picture with you? She like broke the tension. Mm-hmm. And then we talked. We were like, wait, what's going on? I was like, oh, he's mad because he got left off a of bad and bougie. So that was that's <laughs> that always was good. The I enjoyed that's that. Always you got, the answer. You got your justice. I did. I you did. got your justice. I did. He gave me a crooked like, I'm going to smile, but I don't like the shit. It was like that. I was like, I'll take it. Because you think we're at Afropunk loving each other. You really think yeah. I stepped on your foot on purpose? My issue with Afropunk was that whole VIP bag situation. Oh, boy. Um, okay, so they sent the email. I didn't know that this happened, but they sent the email saying that people who had VIP tickets would get a gift bag or whatever. On um, their way out. On just their- leave through the VIP exit. Yes. And what happens? We're going, you can't leave you through the exit. You can't leave here. Go this that exit way. is closed. Go. Yo, so it was like, insane. So where the fuck do we get our bag? What bags? Bags. <laughs> you niggas don't get bags. <laughs> get bags. Get the hell out of here. Get your shit and get out of here. Oh, um, so like we had to like track people down. When we did get to people, they did give us bags. Mm-hmm. But it's just, um, I don't know. I guess the organization just, just, yeah. just, just uh, should just be a little more um tighter mm-hmm. like i love that afropunk is like growing the way mm-hmm. that it is mm-hmm. but like could you perfect the afropunk that i go to every year that's yeah. in that park over there like yeah. can y'all like do y'all sit in meetings together like yeah it was weird it was weird it's <laughs> like, a spirit to afropunk and and we should be like they should be that's trying to I'm, maintain that spirit yeah exactly 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 because that it was kind of like i don't just go there the to culture see was off it was off the, that security didn't match the culture mm-hmm. of it at all mm-hmm. like who hired them it was terrible it was terrible. Them. It was terrible. It was strange. Um, One more thing I hated, mm-hmm. but it has nothing to do with Afropunk, just with this p- girl. Remember when we were in a VIP and we were watching Raphael Sadiq mm-hmm. um, perform? So they had like these, <laughs> they had like these, um, this setup for us to sit and be comfortable, mm-hmm. like with pillows and stuff. And Jay goes to one of the seats and some of the pillows are pulled aside, but you can still sit on the thing. Mm-hmm. And this girl had like two pillows piled up and Jay was going to take one to sit on. And she mm-hmm. was like, no, those are my pillows. Yeah. I was like, hey, are these your <laughs> the girl was not like, sitting. Yes, these are mine. The girl was standing and dancing like, the whole what? time. She's like, you can sit over there. I was like, I've figured it out. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. I was just curious. She was guarding those pillows with her life. And I wanted to revert it. I wanted to revert to fourth grade Naima and like mm-hmm. push the pillows on the floor. Yeah. But I didn't. But it was just like weird. That was, it was weird. It was, but I was finding a lot of that kind of energy too that I never got at Afropunk, mm-hmm. where people were like, like that, like kind yeah. of selfish, kind of like usually everyone is like in love, right, with everybody, mm-hmm. and um, everyone wasn't as in love. So yeah. it was like, who let these people in the house? Mm-hmm. Like that type of thing, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, it was. Um, it was different. It was different. It was a little different. Mm-hmm. But we're still going next year. Of course. <laughs> We'll be there. We'll be so there. Um, any you had any? 
Um, no. I wish their signage was better, but you know, mm-hmm. that's just because my mind, I'd be wanting to Better things. signage, better hashtags. Better, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. You know, I just kind of want like, you could have put the hashtag somewhere, you know. Uh-huh. You could put over the stage, like, what the stage name is right. instead of just in the corner. So yeah. could, people would be like, what stage is mm-hmm. this? And like, Oh, yeah, that's true, too. <sighs> take, take, take these notes, because people who work at Afropunk listen to this. Yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't be bad to have like a little poster with um, what's happening that day, you know, Whoa. already there. Shit changes by the second. You mean so. like, yeah. But no, yeah, you're right. That would be so, cool. Mm-hmm. I just wanted more things. And then it was, I was trying to Google the schedule and I couldn't find anything. And then I had to go to the information booth and I'm like, how is it that I can't Google Afropunk 2017 schedule mm-hmm. and, you know, like stage and see that right yeah. away? Like, I really got to go get a piece of paper. Like, yeah. are y'all serious right now? That yeah. was, it was but, on know, the website, me. but you should have been able website. to Google no, that but the, yeah. And then, even on the website that came up, it told me who was performing on the days, right. but it didn't, it didn't tell me like where and things yeah. like that. I was all in it. True. <laughs> True that. Um, maybe y'all need to hire Barry Afropunk. Hello. Get this shit together. Come on now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I got. I enjoyed Afropunk overall. Yes, I did. The Zulu Nation did not steal my joy. No. They tried. <laughs> but they didn't take it away. They did not take it away. There was one there who was very pleasant and nice yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, but that's just him. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> That was Afropunk. That was Afropunk, yo. Thank you, Barry, for sharing in that with us, yo. Oh, no problem. Thank good. you for This was good. Me. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um, we're going to take a break. But. We have the illest bomb shit. Yeah. So when, when we, we come, come back, back from break, we have our live show that we did at the. Bonfire Audio, audio Festival. Festival. Bonfire Radio Audio, audio Festival. Festival. So this is annual. like a twofer. You kind of have two shows in one. That's right. Like it's dope. That's like, right. We do great things here. We do great things. It's fucking lit. And um, thank you for fucking fucking with us and yeah. listening. And thank you, Barry, again for being here, yo. This oh, was great, man. Really, really dope. <sighs> We're so good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be back with our live show from Bonfire Radio. Thank you. Guess what the year 2017 is. What is 2017? It is a year that we give black women our money. Yes. Your money? Your money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So, like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year, and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal, and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little bit of money in the collection plate. We appreciate you, and show your appreciation to us with that. Yep. Go to teawithqueenandjade.com. Go to the donation button, press it, and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash T with QJ. Yes. Money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream. Get the money. We're live. Live things are happening. Are you there now? Hello. No. Nope. I don't know. That's oh, all right. I hear myself. Hey. Here we go. Here we Here go. We go. Here we I'm go. In yeah. Okay. I'm in a place to be and all, all that right. other shit. All right. No. You're not on that one. Nope. Yeah. Okay. We're getting into... All right. Okay. I'll talk into this mic. Okay. The so... Big, the big black one. We're T with Queen and Jay. Should we do it again? Yeah. We're T with Queen and Jay. Two womenist race, race nerds, nerds talking, talking shit over T. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is T with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. Yay. Yes. We are excited to be back at Bonfire Radio's uh, Audio Festival. Yes. It's uh, amazing. 2017. For some it's reason, lit. they keep wanting us to come back. I don't know why they keep asking us to do this. <laughs> um, 
We're live. We're on the roof. We're in Brooklyn. Aris the chef is cooking back there. Yes. The weather is really, really it's fucking good. Amazing. It's I a love beautiful it. day. Yes. I'm excited. So what is a womanist race nerd? Like, who are we? What are we doing? Um, we're womanists. We are womanists. And like we're race nerdy as shit. We like are, we nerd out about race and all the fuckery that surrounds it. All and, the time. Um, that's what we do. We we're, can't escape it. We cannot get like, over we, it. We try to fucking buy lipstick and then we go to race. And like, then we it's talk just... about race. It doesn't matter <laughs> what it is and we will end up talking about, about race. race. Yes. Um, I was at a party yesterday. We were playing Taboo. Started talking about race. Like, I that's know. what I do. When I get just, drunk, it turns into a, a race A race day. conversation. So, yes. That's so, what it is. That's what cool. We um, what are your pronouns? Um, my pronouns for today are she, her, and podcast diva. Okay. Yes. I like that. Those I are like my that. I like that. pronouns. So what are your um, pronouns I'm today? she, her, and not a lady ever. So <laughs> that's just, I think those, those are always Yeah, that's up. always I just your, have to say it every that's episode. That's always your pronouns. That's what it is. Because they love calling you a lady. They do. It's irritating. They really but love, that's they all really right. Love that it's out shit. of love. It's out of yes. love. Um, so if you are following the conversation of this podcast, um, please use the hashtag T with Q, T with QJ. Yep. And what's Bonfire hashtag for this summer today? Summer Yeah, Summer of BFR17. If yep. you're listening live right now, use that hashtag. Yep, use um, that. Or you can use hashtag BFR Audio Fest 17. Oh, oh, they got a lot of them. Yeah, it's, it's you know, we're out oh, here. Y'all mix it. We're out here. We're okay. Out here. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so do you have libations? I do have libations. What are libations? Uh, well, we drink tea and we sit around and we talk shit. Sometimes we drink tea. Sometimes we drink Hennessy, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> libations are, uh, liquid to the ancestors. We pour out yeah, a little pour bit for out the homies. some for the homies, um, for the people. People, places, and things, things that we, we love and that we fuck with. Yes. So what are your libations for today? My libations for today, well, of course, Bonfire Radio. Of course, this wonderful audio festival, which is fucking lit, that I'm mm-hmm. excited about. Yo, did you know Unlocking the Truth is performing later? Yeah, I did. I those s- little rock stars, saw, yeah. those teenage fucking rock stars. <laughs> I, I did saw, you know that yes, shit? Yes, I did. I, I'm incredibly excited. I don't know if I'll still be around, but if you are in the area, come please come and see that shit. Yeah, or I listen to them. Can't live. even like fucking deal. Way, I'm excited. You can do that, like, stick yeah. Around. So libations to them. Also, um, Afropunk is coming up, and I wanted to give libations to uh, the Free Black Women's Library. Oh yeah, they'll yeah. be there next. They, they will be, be there, there next right? Saturday. So they are a traveling um, library. Mobile library. Mobile library of black women authors. And you can bring a book and get a book. So you can do like a book Yeah, you swap. have to give a book written by a black woman. And mm-hmm. you can take a book written by a black woman. Right. And that's how the library goes. She has about 600 books. It's great. Me and Jay go a lot. Mm-hmm. So if you're at Afropunk, stop by the black Definitely women's library stop table. stop by the tent. And um, get some books written by black women. Yes. So those are my libations. What do you have? My libations are for... Um, and if you're a person who's... Been in, living in New York City for a long time. Um, my libations are for hood cabs. You know the hood cabs? They're not really cabs. They don't have the license to be a cab. Oh, yeah. But, but you get out the train, train station and they taxi, like, take you. Taxi, yeah. taxi, oh, taxi, We cannot. Taxi. We have to have them forever, okay? They're important. All right? They're I took a hood cab from Long Island to East New York for 40 fucking dollars last night. Like, That's intense. Yeah. But we've had, we've, he's been my hood cab for six years. Well, you build a relationship. We've built the relationship, the you know? So like, I want to give a libation to hood cabs everywhere. Like, these are working people who are just trying to get a little extra cash. Let's yep. not phase them out. The original um, Uber. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, don't phase them out. Um, of course, don't get into creepy cars. Make don't. sure you establish your relationship with your hood cab. And yeah, but yeah, libations to fucking libations hood cabs. to like to that and like original New York shit, yo. Word, because they're trying to phase out dollar vans. Absolutely. And it's like fucking ridiculous. Like these people just want to make money. Like, like, come on, your buses aren't even like efficient. So I'm going to hop me in the dollar van. Like, shit. But yeah, libations to, the, to that. Libations to that shit. Are you ready to get into the show? Let's do it. Let's fucking get into I'm it. That's my part right there. <laughs> Yo, that's my part. Like, seriously. So what kind of tea are you drinking today? Um, You know what? I had a leftover bag of something. I don't know what, what it, it is. is. It's not marijuana. It is, in fact, <laughs> they are tea leaves. I had an extra. It's one of those, like, self-make-your-own bags. So I just had an extra bag. So I put it in there. I don't know. Oh, okay. There, there it is. She's I don't drinking know herbs. I am drinking that's, herbs. She's drinking herbs. Um, They are delicious. Okay. What are you well, having? I am drinking um some white tea that I brought at the corner store. And I, you know, brought my little dollar ice cup. Okay. Um, cause it's hot out here, so it I can't is. do the hot tea right now. I hear now. that. I hear that. Um, what the fuck is on your mind today? I have lots on my mind. So, all around the country, Confederate monuments are being either knocked down, people are either kicking down, or, or people are actually officially taking them down. Finally, it's only 2017. It's only 2017. Only took, like you know, our entire lives. Yeah, and, and I don't. I never understood. And, um, Bigging up losers and giving statues to losers, but whatever. White people don't lose though. <laughs> they, that's the that's yeah. The that's that's the they're yeah. That is the gag. Not, they, they don't, don't lose. lose. Like so. I want to like be mediocre as fuck and then like get a statue. Like <laughs> that is that's whiteness. my goal in life. That is the culture like, of dead whiteness. ass. So um, yesterday I was cruising the internet and I seen that I never would have guessed this, but there were. Um, Confederate statues at Bronx Community College? In the Bronx. In, in the our Bronx. home. That's in like, our home. That's like, that's like three blocks from where I grew up as a kid. Like. Dialect said it's the South Bronx. Bronx. That was a bad joke. Yeah. I liked it. No, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. it a lot. Thank okay. you for that. Right. But yeah, I never would have thought that a fucking. I, I don't know. I don't think of Confederate statues. Right. We forget that the whole United States. The whole United States is a racist ass piece of shit. Right. Um, so like I, I don't think about Confederate statues in the North. Yeah. I just think about like Southern universities. But mm-hmm. like this whole USA is a piece of shit. So like duh. Um, so they um took down a statue, I believe it was Wednesday, and they sent a letter to all of their students um saying for 60 years, Bronx Community College of the City University of New York has remained committed to reflecting its values and diversity and inclusion in all of its actions and statements. Embracing difference includes creating space where all people feel respected, welcome, and valued. To that end, we will be removing and replacing the bust of Confederate Generals Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson from the Hall of two? Fame. They had two? Two. From the Hall of Fame of Great Americans. Wow. Yeah. Word. Wow. Yes. Right, right there in the I, Bronx. This was happening up the block for me. I did not know this. I had this? dance class at Bronx Community. Really? I did we all were, type of stuff there. We were doing our thing. I made thing. out with boys. I did all kind of stuff on and that And Robert campus. E. Lee was up the fucking hall. Like, we yeah. had no idea. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's happening. Um... I also read a little tidbit on the Twitters where a um, 
man by the name of, wait, the wind blew, so my page turned. All right, here we go. A man by the name of Nathan Coughlin has put in a petition in, um, what's part of Virginia is this? I don't know. But he's put in a, peti- a petition to replace all Confederate statues in this town in Virginia with Missy Elliott statues. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I'm so loving that idea. Like, I can I can deal with that. Like, I, like I can that. I can fucks with I that. Like that. So I feel like we should do that with different cities. So I feel like in New Orleans, like all Confederate statues should be replaced with masterpiece statues. I agree. Right? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's a woman from New Orleans? I don't know rappers. No, Mia X. Okay, Mia X. Okay. All, all right. right. Uh, so Remy would be Remy or Cardi could be in the Bronx. Yeah, definitely Remy and Cardi. Trina. Trina. Trina can in Miami, yes. In, in I can fuck with that. Um, I don't else? know what else. I don't be knowing rappers. Dialect, you took it somewhere else because I don't be knowing rappers. <laughs> I would not but know no, the motherfucking I, I fuck names. With that. They should all be placed with actual, like, great Americans. I don't know. I'm not just... like traitors. Not like... They're great Americans? Well... With in the context of, you know, I don't know. I just want to put my name, put my hand on my heart and say, make them say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I just want to do that to a masterpiece statue. I support that. And like, call it a fucking day. I fuck with that. Right? I, fuck, I feel like there are people that do that now. <laughs> you know, I don't think that would be a new His thing. His statue would be like gold plated. <laughs> I like it. With fronts, with diamond fronts, right? I think they should all be. All of them should have fronts. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what all the statues, all the replacements should be. I'm with that. I fuck with it. Yeah. Um, speaking of women in hip hop, uh, Cardi B, the uh, spiritual advisor of this podcast. Yes. Um, she is. Is like doing her thing with Bodak Yellow. We love her. She is the best. Yes. Um, And people are hating on that shit. People are. Yeah. I don't under. Okay. So let's explain the phenomenon greatness that is Cardi B. So Cardi B is a woman who was sh- who was a stripper who became popular through her Instagram because she's funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. So we know her because of humor. We don't even really know her as the stripper woman. Right. She's this funny woman that happened to be a stripper also. Mm-hmm. That's how we meet her, right? So then she goes on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, she was on Love and Hip Hop. And, and then she's on the only one who's releasing music that right. we care about listening to. Right. You know? So she's pretty much self-made. Like there's no man co-signing her existence as a rapper, which is unheard of in hip hop. Usually unheard of. Usually a man is introducing a woman in hip hop. Everyone is the, has this is the to first be, lady of this. Yes, they have to present as the queen this, of this, this the some, sister of so-and-so. All of that some shit. Some sort of co-sign. Cardi B man. has no man in sight as far as um who we know and how we know her. Right. No one is propping her this up. This is she, real bad bitch she things. She built herself. Like, yeah. this is real bad mm-hmm. bitch things. Um, so I think that I would assume that because of that, that people wouldn't have anything to say, but I forget she's still a woman of color. Yep. Um, so of course we're going to fuck with her. So the other day she bought herself a Bentley. Yes, Cardi. Drop. What color is it? It's orange. Hey! <laughs> it looks like the, the couch we're sitting in right now. Right. Like, I'm fucking, That's you know what? Right. I'm sitting a Bentley right now. That's right. That's just what's happening. So she buys herself a Bentley. And then, of course, I see all of the people who like to talk about how black people spend their money berate her mm-hmm. for buying herself, her self made self, a Bentley. What I don't is she understand. supposed to drive? 
a Toyota Corolla? No. Maybe? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Uh-uh. Like, but yet, 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 yet. We have all of these male rappers who talk about shit they don't even have. Kanye said, what the fuck I rap for? To drive a rap, rap for? Or whatever the like, fuck. You like, know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. what we do this for. And then there's a lot of men who hate how happy women get when we hear Bodak Yellow. Anytime we're happy over anything that doesn't have to do with a man, it's a problem. They get upset because we love, we get, it, that, shit, that shit energizes me, right? I hear mm-hmm. Bodak Yellow, I got mad energy, right, like, right, you know, whatever. Right. So they get upset with that and it's like, these bitches are happy and rapping about stuff they don't even have. That's all of hip hop. You listen to all That's of Jay Z. All of hip hop. Like, all of Jay Z's career is shit you would never have you would in your never fucking have, life. You've never seen. You still I don't, don't have it. Jay Z's been rapping you for years. You still live with you your mom, bro. That shit. You still, still live with your fucking mother. Still. Like, what the fuck? Never seen a rock in your life. Right. But, never. Never. but you want to talk about Cardi B. That shit mm. annoys like the shit out of me. Mm. So then there's another contingent that I notice, a mumbling that I notice where people talk about Cardi B. And if you listen to our podcast, me and Jay kind of give side eyes to a lot of academia, black feminists. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know who these people are specifically because they're on Twitter. And tw- anybody, they, these people could be any fucking body. Right. But they seem to present themselves as black feminist academia. Mm-hmm. And they talk about Cardi because of the way she speaks and as if she can't be a feminist or she can't be a womanist or she can't be pro-woman in an effective way because of her vernacular. I want their names because, and I want their addresses. <laughs> because of her vernacular, because she doesn't know enough. Um, this girl is fucking like 24. But, but here's the other thing about that is that academia is school and all that shit. Those are the places where you explore phenomenons that are already in existence, right? So Cardi exactly. B is the original black ass feminist. Just yes. because you pick up a book and put a name to the shit that Cardi exactly. and women before us have done does not mean that you are the originator of that shit. She exactly. does not have to research the theory of black feminism from feminism to womanism to black petty feminism to all. She doesn't have to do that shit all. to be a black ass feminist and for women like us to look up to her and respect the type of shit that she yeah. does. So know? that irks me. Um, there was a person I don't be if I don't like you I don't remember you so I'm gonna just say that right now. So there was another person <laughs> on <laughs> I really don't. So there was another person who um I guess and uh they wanted to I guess dig up on Cardi B and right. find some shit about her for them to drag her about mm-hmm. and they found some old tweets where she was calling women roaches. Right. Um we're from the Bronx. Sometimes a bitch is a roach. She no but I've been following Cardi B, since she was the stripper being cracking jokes on Instagram, she right. calls everybody a fucking roach. Right. Like, if they were trying to make it some colorist shit, and mm-hmm. it's like, she calls every she calls herself a roach. Like, she calls everybody yeah. a roach. So, and like, she spoke out on, she spoke about colorism unprompted. Like, she has yeah, discussed she just, she colorism just, within our communities before. So, so I, don't I don't know. This insistence, this need to um, discredit her or whatever is just really fucking annoying. Right. And I take it personal because I feel like that's what you're doing to me. Because mm-hmm. um, I I speak like Cardi B. I say shit like Cardi B. I fucking from the Bronx like Cardi B. I'm not an academia type of feminist. Like none of that shit. So when you attack her, it's like you're kind of attacking me and I take that shit personal. And you're attacking many women, many girls who 
are like her. Like I say often on this show all the time, like why I didn't fuck with feminism, feminism is because I did not see myself. And when I see women like her, I see myself. Like I would have, I would have loved to see that. I did see that though, but it was like in people like Little Cam and blah 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 and stuff right. like that when it came to sex people positive. People were denounced. You yeah, know, the women who aren't the good women or the lady women or the women who don't talk the way you do, so you assume they're not smart and right. all of that other dumb shit. That if you listen to this podcast, you know it's not me. But visually, that is what people assume when they see me. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about Cardi, you're fucking talking about me, and I'm a fucking come for you, and that's just. What it is. I like it. So I'll leave Cardi alone. Do we have names of those uh, Twitter I don't like. I, or... I'll look for them, You, but I don't like people. That I, don't, I don't remember Right, them. you don't remember. Right, I got it. Okay. But if they... I never forget them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do it. I never forget. Okay. Wait, I did want to do, I did want to um, talk about, back to the Confederate statues. Uh-huh. Um, did everyone, did anyone hear another story of Takia Thompson? Yeah, mm-hmm. so Takia Thompson um, was one of the people who uh, knocked down a f- Confederate statue in um, North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina, and she was arrested and she has been charged, federal charges um, and all of this shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted she's to... she's a, a black queer woman. I was listening to Queer Walk. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's a black queer woman. That. She's only 22 years old. She's only 22. Um... I was trying to do some research and look for ways that we can, like, um, send her money or some shit. Right. So, where the fuck did I put my phone? Oh, I forgot I was doing a live show and shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> we cannot edit this out. Um, so, I found um, a place where you can call the DA to harass them and make them drop charges. So, that nice. number is 919 Three zero one zero. Look, a money in the audience is calling them right now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Put okay. them on speaker. I'll, 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 <laughs> Put them on speaker. I'll say you. You need me to repeat it. All right. Nine one nine eight zero eight three zero one ten. Um, and then the the Durham Solidarity Center. Durham. They have a fund, a GoFundMe to um help bail her out and stuff so that is Durham Solidaritycenter.org slash bond fund yeah Durham mm-hmm. um, slash bond fund we will have that in the show notes when if when this we is, eventually if this is posted post show. Um, yeah. but yeah so give that woman your money give that black woman your money um, she is doing the work for us so mm-hmm. give her her money and do whatever you gotta do to get her out of there that's right um, yeah, because she's a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch, yo. Yes. I fuck with that. All right. Um, <laughs> do you have a moment in black hair? Do I have a moment in black hair? Everybody strap it. All hmm. right. Do I have a moment? Do you have a moment in black I hair? I do have a moment in black hair. Um, so for anyone who knows me, I am an amateur cosplayer. Um, and that means that I dress up like an asshole at when the moment strikes. And when I feel like dressing up as a character, I do that shit. Um, so I was online and there were these two black women, curvy, beautiful, um, dressed as transformers. And some asshole decided to turn that image into a meme and they added, um, what is it? Like thought formers or Thoughtobots roll out, what? or yeah, they took like the Transformer sayings and they added thought to it um, to degrade and disgrace these women. And so this was posted 
in a few um in a few cosplayer pages that I'm on. Some were like in support of the women and some were like, oh, look at them kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and in most spaces outside of the cosplay space, black men were posting it and making fun of it, wherein people know like what cosplay is. Yeah. And they were clearly in costume. And anytime a black woman does something, it's like we're reduced to, so what were the black men saying? Oh, that yeah, that they were thoughts and that this is uh basically there were black women saying, okay, why are we making fun of this? Yeah. And a lot of black men were saying, well, if the shoe fits, that's what it is. So uh-huh. just by them existing and having curves and being in these costumes then, in curves, uh-huh. they were What's the hair thing though? Oh, sorry, moment in black hair. Yeah. Right. Thank you for <laughs> Bring like, it back around. Like, um, what, what the fuck okay, is so in cosplay, most people, women, often wear wigs. And so attached to that was black men saying, well, they're dressed this way and they're wearing all this fake hair and yada, 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 which you don't have to wear fake hair to be a fucking transformer, but that was a part of their costume. But that you're is wearing what they a were doing. costume. You're in cosplay. You're in cosplay. You're like, in you're gonna, if, you're, if you don't wear wigs, you're going to wear one when you do cosplay. You're going like, that's to, the time wear to fucking wear wigs one. in cosplay. It was just them shitting on these black women having a good time. And so anything that they could bring up to degrade their existence, they would. Like the hair had nothing to do with even like what yeah, they were the doing. Yeah, the hair has nothing, to do, nothing to do with it. But it was like, and a wig is on her. Right. Like, and they're wearing the wigs. <laughs> and, the, and they were, and not that it matters, like you can be naked, it doesn't matter, but yeah. they were like fully cl- covered. Like, mm-hmm. all their skin was covered. It was just They too... were existing, and they were black women enjoying themselves. They were. We can't enjoy ourselves outside. Nope. You nope. got to enjoy yourself in the living room, mm-hmm. in front of the mirror, and that's yep. it. That's yep. just... But yeah, it was, it was very random how hair was brought up. That and it had, nothing, tar- to it had anything, nothing to do, to do with, with anything. anything. They were being targeted for... I think one of the girls had either locks or faux locks, and the other one looked like she had like a straight weave kind uh-huh. of thing going on. Um, and that was a problem when these are just some women existing in cosplay. That's totally stupid. unrelated. Totally unrelated. That's dumb. But on a more fun... And, what? Oh. No, I was just going to say on a more fun and positive note, just like uh, a late libation to all of my black women cosplayers who like... Fuck it up when it comes to adding Fuck hair and wigs and color Break and crocheting, all type of awesome shit. That song is in my head. Fuck what? it up. Fuck it Fuck up. up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. That's some shit. So, uh-huh. um, to jump onto the costume thing, I was talking to Jay earlier, and I was like, I'm a person who wears wigs a lot, and I like my wigs to be big, obnoxious, and like to mess up people's views at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Like that is my goal. Like your personality. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. It's obnoxious as fuck, right? So I often Google like. Um, like Afro wigs and shit like that. So you, if you Google Afro wigs, it's always a fucking white motherfucker with a fucking costume wig on. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why that's always what pops up when I when I Google Afro wigs. It's a mockery. Like, like it's always it's always like a clown wig. It's always like some fucking dumb looking ass seventies costume. Mm-hmm. But it's never like a black person just with an afro. Right. Ever. And it's ever like if you google that shit right ever and it's like you know where afros come from right 
Like, but we're a joke, and, ex- and we're a joke, exactly. and we're to be played with, and everything that we do is to be consumed and used by the white majority and by other people. Yeah. So it doesn't matter that we're black and we're googling Afro wigs. What you're going to see is how can white people use Afro wigs? Whatever you Google, it's how can white people use this shit? Yeah, that's how what, can they that should be it? the thing. How have they appropriated? No, you know how Google like it's like what do you? What I'm you feeling. Mean? Like, like, what do you, do you mean? mean? Or what are you thinking? Be, what do you yeah. mean should be, what do white people need? And right. then it's, yeah. and then it's the thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause I don't understand why if I Google Afro wig, a white dude in a clown fucking wig right. is always the first fucking mm-hmm. selection. Mm-hmm. It makes no fucking sense yeah. to me. Like, I like, and then it'd be like four, you know how if you go to images, it'd be like five rows. And then finally there's a black woman mm-hmm. <laughs> with an Afro wig. Right. And it's fucking ridiculous. And I don't care about fucking algorithms and all of that other, none of that. Don't come at me with that. There should be mad black women or black men with Afro wigs when mm-hmm. I Google that shit. Like, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. But Googling like Googling is about how can white people use, appropriate, destroy, uh, <laughs> whatever it is they're looking for. That is exactly, that's what, yeah, that's what the Google is for. Yes. How can they fuck whatever this is that you're looking for? How can I they fuck it annoyed. up? I get annoyed. I just want a Diana Ross wig. Like, that's all mm-hmm. I'm trying to find when I put that in Google. I do not need to see fucking Tom with a clown yeah. wig. Like, yeah. it's annoying. That's what you're going to see, though. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. Have you Googled Diana Ross wig? Um, yeah, it's just usually Diana Ross. Okay. But, like, in, in her wig. Yeah. <laughs> right. I enjoy the selection, uh-huh. but it doesn't really help me much. Right. But yeah, I like, you. I don't know. It's okay. annoying. But yeah, that's my moment in black hair. Mm-hmm. Um, fix that fucking algorithm. Get some more black women. It's fixed, and though. Thing. No, it is fixed. Right. Yeah, it is, you're right. How can white people use this? That is, <laughs> that's what it is. It's working. It's annoying. It is working. Can someone make a black Google? Like oh, I like that. We should have do a black that. Google, but not call it black Google because we don't have to be the default of their shit. Hey, you know what I mean. Let's call it. Find it. Finder. Find it. Where's that? Where's we don't that? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? You know that? Oh, which that? How you? Where's that? What that? you call it? Right. What's that? What's that? What you? You know? You know that thing? That, that thingy. thingy. That, that thingy. thingy. That thing. That thingy. Yeah. That com. That you, is what it's gonna be called. Are you ready to throw somebody in the pit? Yeah, I'm so ready to throw yeah. motherfuckers in the pit. I feel, I feel the nice pit. and riled up. Let's throw somebody, somebody in, the in the pit. I love this vibe. I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. The pit. The pit. So what is the pit? So the pit is where we throw undesirables. And they go in there and they have to fucking fight Don Lemon or fucking Tommy Sandwich Face. Or um, tambourine. Tambourine. That's, what's that? Wait, Tommy Lorraine? Tom, Tom, Tommy Lorraine. Whatever. whatever. Her. All them people. Yeah. They, they live they're in all, the pit. They're in the pit. They're yes. in the pit. They're in the pit. So um, who are you throwing in the pit? So on this, this fine week day? I am. First of all, you can't do the pit without a white feminist. So this week I'm throwing <laughs> uh, Tina Fey in the pit. Oh, Tina. Tina Fey's got to go in the pit. So what did Tina do? So Tina Fey, Saturday Night Live alum, shows up to Saturday Night Live um, a week after the Charlottesville uh, terrorist uh, protests. Terrorist weekend. Terrorist weekend. Terrorist. Terrorist. Tiki terrorist weekend. Yes, let's call it what it is. Tiki terror. (laughs) 
Um, so <laughs> she shows up and she does this uh, monologue on Weekend Update, and everyone is really excited about it. And because Tina's back, Tina's back, and she's so awesome, and she's oh white, God. and she's got a vagina, and like she it's talks liberation. about her vagina. Ooh, it's liberation. Shit. It's so liberating. Um, so Tina is there and she is basically talking about Charlottesville and she makes um, some jokes and she's kind of talking about, OK, this thing happened and like, what do we do? And she's like, you know what we do? And somebody slides her, the prop guy slides her over this big sheet cake. And she's like, I'm going to just eat this fucking cake. And she starts eating the cake and talking about all the horrible shit that's like going on in the world. Um, all the things that have been happening to black people forever. Um, and she makes a joke about oh she wants the protesters to come to New York so that they can so they get can beat up by a drag queen because all the drag queen is is a six foot black man anyway because because you know black men are scary right yeah so within her liberal uh, speech against uh, Trump yes girl yes 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 she did but girl. what's ridiculous about that is she's obviously never protested in New York right New York is like. The parade of protests. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get crazy in New York no, protests because the parade. police are like small military. Like, right, right, right. What the fuck is she talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, I don't that's know. That's not going to happen There's that. Yet. And then at the end, and I, I really don't even remember what this was connected to. So she's eating this cake and, you know, it's so funny or whatever. There were moments that were were funny because food and that shit, it's, it's comical or yeah. whatever. But the whole thing was horrific. So first she's of eating all, this fucking cake. First of all, it sounds like she was wasting cake. She was wasting cake. You don't cake. fucking waste cake. But you know what? I <laughs> didn't. Bitch. You know, I my black ass watched real close, and I was like, okay, she swallowed that. Okay, all right, so she's swallowing some of it. Some of it's being wasted. She is eating. Uh, there are portions <laughs> like, of this being consumed, so it's right. not all bad. Okay, right? I didn't watch because um, I heard yeah. it was cake wasted. So while this so white lady is talking about just eating cake, and you know that's what you should do or whatever, Che, uh, who was the black guy yeah. on Weekend we Update, we matched on Tinder once. So I just wanted to say that. Tell it. Look at you spilling the tea. We didn't talk. He didn't talk to me though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he's sitting there in silence or whatever, and eventually she passes him some cake or whatever. Uh -huh. uh, and then at the end, she makes some weird joke about Thomas Jefferson, maybe to call about, talk, say something about the founding fathers or some shit. And it was a joke about Thomas Jefferson and Sally Hemings. Like, he was like, oh, mm. who's that light-skinned um, girl that over this? there? This is all a part of Tina's monologue. So, oh, okay. It was weird. It was awkward. It was awkward. But um, but anyway, but, so she ends. The whole thing is about eating the fucking cake because all these horrible things are happening in the U.S. And what do we do? Right? Because what else can you do if you're white liberal? You voted. You did everything you could do. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. So let's just eat cake. I'm white. I'm liberal. I'm going to just eat cake. Because what else? I mean, somebody did just die at the protest protesting. But what can I do? You know do? what's so funny about this? Is that a white bitch in France did this, said this, like, many years ago? And she was like, let them eat cake? And motherfuckers were dying in the streets? Yeah. And she was like, like, this yeah. is just what, they, this is what they do? Right. Like, These motherfuckers the just eat cake. Um, so <laughs> this I, is fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> so I bring up, I bring up Tina... Faye to say basically like this is what white liberals have been doing all this time right yeah, yeah they vote 
They eat cake. They oh, high gosh. five the black men in the room. They, uh, you know, they say they make funny jokes to say that, oh, I'm aware that Thomas Jefferson slept with his black slave or raped his Rapes black, his black I'm slave. I'm aware of that. Um, I'm aware that, you know, there are black drag queens or whatever. They say little stuff like that to make uh, some statement that I am not a fucking Klansman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is not enough. It's and not enough it's, not to be a really Klansman. Not. It's really not. That's the bare fucking minimum. <laughs> the bare... Yo, I don't... I'm a New Yorker. I don't assume that white folks are Klansmen. Yeah, exactly. Okay? I don't walk around thinking motherfuckers are Klansmen. That's the bare minimum. A white lady died protesting these fucking Klansmen and all that you can think, think to do is eat, is eat cake? cake? That bitch just died protesting <laughs> and you don't know what to do? You don't know, maybe I should, maybe I could go protest. Maybe I could go and do all the things that I see black people doing. Maybe I could use my access to say something up here instead of saying... White people, y'all are uncomfortable right now. You know what's comforting when you're white and uncomfortable randomly all of a sudden because you're never uncomfortable? Cake. Let's eat cake. cake. Let's stay inside and eat cake and, and don't then, think about and it. And then whack-ass, basic-ass sheet cake. Like, right? You can't even be right? cute and fancy that with your cake. It's not an ice cream cake. It's not red velvet. It's not carrot. Nothing, like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was, that it was, was, it was, that was really white. That's basic as hell. That was really white. <laughs> it was really, really white. That's, Toxically white. That's um, so it, it just it just to me it reminded me of uh, there have been a lot of white people on Facebook white liberals coming out and saying what they're doing in Charlotte is terrible it's terrible I saw this one thread and it was a whole thread of white folks high-fiving each other over that shit yeah you're right man I'm glad you're saying something <laughs> <laughs> what we know it's terrible we've been saying it's terrible for years since we could talk where have you we like that's old news that is terrible but like yeah. what are you gonna do like when black people are saying stop killing us where are you like what are you going to do why are you just saying stuff it's What's not annoying enough to say is stuff that because they feel awkward they like do awkward shit like you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i don't care about you eating cake i don't care about you high five like we i say this often but oppression is uncomfortable for me you don't get to eat cake. i don't get to shake that shit like i don't get to walk away from that shit i don't get to hide in any kind of privilege when it comes to my oppression as a black woman i don't get that and if you have the privilege to hide from it like you're 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 it's fucking like, offensive it's offensive to fucking eat cake it's offensive to say oh i don't go to thanksgiving with my racist relatives anymore no you fucking need to go you and need to go to, to Thanksgiving and fucking talk to them. Exactly. And if they if they won't listen, then you go and you fucking ruin their Thanksgiving. Okay? I, look, That's what you do. I you don't get to have a happy I Thanksgiving. I ruin Thanksgiving for less. Hello? You know what I'm Hello? For less. For less. You can do it for racism. Just do it. Like the fuck? Do it. Do it. <laughs> you don't get to be comfortable. You don't, And so my thing recently on Facebook, most of my interactions with liberal white people are on Facebook or at work, but I don't want to get fired. But most of like the real ones are on Facebook. And I'm telling these people, you don't get to not go to Thanksgiving. Yeah. You don't get to eat sheet cake. You don't get to do that. Use your privilege to put yourself in harm's way. Exactly. Because you're not going to be in harm's way the way that people of color and the way that people who are uh, directly affected by this exactly. racism yes. are in danger. Yes. Put yourself in I don't know her black name. danger. I don't know her name, but the woman who was... Heather Hare? Who was, 
who was murdered yeah. by this car. She put herself. She put in herself danger. in harm's she put way. Her life she used her privilege. That's that's what you do. Because mm-hmm. we've been dying right. since we got on the and, shores of this country. And so. it's it's horrible that she died. Um, her death as a white woman, her body. What it means is different than if, if one it of was, us if black it was my folks body. had died if again. It was my body. You know what I'm yes. saying? People totally routinely different. do not care about black death, y'all, black bodies. Y'all, y'all get statues so even, for being losers. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? In, like, in death, right. It's a totally death, different thing for us. In death, Heather Hayer being a white woman who put her body on the line, that shit means something. And there are white people talking about that shit who weren't talking about it before. The ones on Facebook saying, I never talk about this stuff, <laughs> but I want to say something now because a white lady died. Like... That is offensive to me, but okay, here we are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this is important. Great. Yeah. You word, know? So um, it's important as white folks that you put yourself on the line um, and that you stop eating the fucking cake. And if you're going to eat the fucking cake, why do I have to watch you do it? Yeah, okay. That was such a fucking jerk off of white well, privilege. It was like, I'm going to just annoying. sit here and, and enjoy myself I'm just disappointed face. that it was she cake. Like, get a Dominican cake with the blue icing. She never shit. had that. Her brain will probably explode if she had tasted that. <laughs> just, oh, bro, my gosh. I don't know. It's just annoying. Anyway. So, I have motherfuckers to throw in the pit also. Um, okay. Like I mentioned earlier, a lot of Confederate statues are being removed or being knocked down by people like Takia, um, which is great, and I'm all for that. But there are people, and these are mostly black people, who are like, it's just a statue, or like... This isn't what, how is this helping the cause? And it annoys me because you obviously were not paying attention in history class. You obviously were not paying attention to how revolutions begin and start and how all of this stuff fucking adds up and means something. Like, regardless of if you feel offended by a Confederate statue or not, that shit being knocked down means a lot. And we talk all the time about representation and how you don't see yourself and all of this stuff and how um, I said earlier how I relate to people like Cardi be because I feel like that's something that I, I see myself in that space. How could you rally for representation and blackness and then not give a fuck about a white loser being knocked down? That makes mm-hmm. no sense to me. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? So, like, all those people who don't understand revolution and don't understand how lo- knocking down symbols is usually the start, like, the f- it's usually the start of when shit fucking goes down. Yes, exactly. I was thinking at the Berlin Wall, like this is you when shit starts popping, it's because people first start destroying property. Like Hello. that's when shit fucking goes down. And that's what's happening right now. So I don't get how you don't see that. I guess they slept in history class. I don't know, but like I was paying attention. Well, the way you were paying attention, you're yeah. a nerd. But the way that they, <laughs> the way that history is presented to us, when it especially when it comes to Somebody civil rights, always fucks up someone's shit, and right. then they be like, "All right, now we're at war." But like, they don't. That's just yeah. how it goes. But they don't apply that to any you type fuck of people's shit, or you sleep with their woman, and then it's war. You're like, right. You're right. That's just how it they goes. don't apply that to black liberation <laughs> though, because the way that black liberation is presented to us is that. There were slaves, and then Lincoln was like, nah. And then there was Jim Crow. <laughs> there was Jim Crow. And then Dr. King was like, nah, nah, not really. You know? Yeah. Not all the way nah, but white folks be like, he said, not really. And they were like, <laughs> like okay. okay. You know? Yeah. That's how history is presented to us. And so we think that it wasn't all these small incremental things. We think that it was just he went and he was like, I have a dream. And white folks was like, Okay, oh, that, and that was not, nice. That's I like not how that. it happened. Your motherfuckers died. That's died. not how it went. And and it's it's and motherfuckers are dying. Right. Like it's to me, it's already been war. 
there's a there's already a war happening. Like the fucking police are fucking the the front runners of this war when it comes to black lives. Like we know that there's war happening. Just because there's no official declaration doesn't mean that shit is not happening. This shit is fucking war for me. This shit is fucking real. And these monuments being toward like shit's about to get real. It's about to pop off, and I'm gonna be like, yeah. Damn. yeah. <laughs> Um, like seriously right I wanted to bring it back to white liberals again because they're the worst um, <laughs> do you guys did y'all see that video of that white supremacist crying about being arrested or being uh, having a warrant out for his arrest right so one of the assholes with the from the Tiki Tower night was um, this is the one who can't go to his he left his school or some shit like that I think this is a, this is a bald guy crying. This oh, is another okay. one. No, right. Another so he one. was talking all this shit on some documentary about we're prepared to kill him. We're prepared for war and da 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 He's at the, the fucking white crazy rally. Um, and then there's a video when he hears that there's a warrant out for his arrest. He's crying. He's like, "We, I always just wanted to be a law-abiding citizen and I didn't mean any harm. And I, I said to the it. cops that I would turn myself in. Da, 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 da. But it just reminded me how... What these people are fighting for, this white power shit, is very real and it's very tangible. And it's what they're fighting for are the things that white liberals and white everybody benefits from yeah. all the time. They, they're fighting for white privilege, yeah, right? Basically. So what he's crying about is that he has been betrayed by white privilege, right? So yeah. because there is no thing, uh, there, equality doesn't exist in America. Because white people- World, what they, what, world. Oh, thank Asterisk you. world. World. What yeah. white people have is a certain specialness, right? There's a, it's a specialness that they have. It's a specialness that allows them to get off for murdering black people, to get off for doing horrible stuff. Things that teenagers do that are, you know, when white kids do them, they're, they usually kill someone. Those are just kids. Like, oh, they're Bye. a teenager. They killed somebody. It was a prank. It's okay. Yeah. Like, it's a specialness to that. Of it's course. not. It's not fairness. It's not humanness. It's a certain specialness. So he's crying because that specialness has betrayed him and because he doesn't, he's like, why am I getting in trouble for doing the things that America stands for? Basically, his hateful. video was him like saying, but I'm white. Right. <laughs> but right. I'm white. Right. right. Like, why is this happening to me, bro? I seen another video of a student from, I believe, the University of Michigan who was also at this, this TV right. uh, march who was saying how I can't attend my school anymore because everyone hates me because I attended this march. And how could they hate me and they don't even know me? And I'm like, <laughs> bitch, isn't that your platform? Right. I think, he, like, I think, yeah. What? Are you, what are you talking was, about? That's your platform. You don't know motherfuckers also, and you hate them. Like, are you serious? Right. Just for like transparency, he was also a white Latinx person. Um, so I thought that was interesting. They they white. I don't give a fuck. Well, like yes, where you where your whiteness course, is from, I don't give a fuck. If it yeah. depresses me, fuck mm-hmm. you. Like, I don't give But it. just that that <laughs> reminder that it's been very convenient for white liberals to say, oh well, I'm this kind of person, and those white people are crazy. They are not crazy. They're defending white specialness. They're yes. defending the things that you casually benefit from every day. Exactly. And if you're not actively working to dismantle that shit, you are the same as that motherfucker. Exactly. So like, what are you doing? as white people to dismantle white supremacist patriarchal yeah, capitalism. Yeah, because it's what not something that just people of color should have the responsibility of toppling. This is not my. This is not our job to topple this shit. We didn't create this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So we don't need to be doing all the work. There's, oh, there's work that white people need to be doing too. And mm-hmm. that's that's what we're saying. Yep. Yeah. So um, we want to open the floor. Yes. If anyone has a pit, if anyone wants to throw some motherfuckers it in the It could be anything. Tell them why you're mad. Tell them why you're mad. Anyone? Who do you hate? It can, be, it can be something silly and ridiculous. It doesn't have to be that deep. I don't know. Well, probably y'all could. Lady Gaga. 
Oh, come on. Oh, Grab, the mic. Uh-oh. <laughs> Grab the money mic. Uh-oh. Grab the mic. in the house. Money of Queer Walk on Money the of Queer Walk. Get into it. Hey. Well, following y'all pit of the well-intended white liberals. Uh-huh. Uh, so after. I know. <laughs> um, oh, and quickly, I wanted to say about the monuments coming down, too. Uh, so microaggressions is kind of like a buzzword. And so I think it's really important on these campuses that these monuments are coming down. Yes. Because going to classes on these campus campuses and you have to pass monuments to people who who sought to see you not here. Um, that's that's emotional abuse every day you go into class. But on another note, oh, and these building names too, these street names, like all of that shit. Okay, on another note, back to Lady Gaga. <laughs> so after Charlottesville, she's, you know, tweeting something like, Black women lead the way. Like, show us. Wait, what we wait, need wait. To do. She gave me homework? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, like, passing that labor back, all of those kind of tweets, pink too. Like, teach us what do we need to do? Like, all of that passing the labor back and specifically to do that to black women. Like, stop putting stuff in our lap. That's, isn't that what y'all, y'all always yeah. say? So, yeah. yeah, so she's in the pit. Thank you, Money. It's about active learning, right? So if you want to fucking know something, actively seek and learn that shit. Go to white Google and say, what do white people need, right? Yeah. You go to white Google and you're curious about some shit. Google fucking... Uh, the literature is out there. The literature is the there. The literature is even out there for free because of Twitter and Facebook and shit like that. You don't even have to go buy the book yes you yes. can fucking just follow the right black woman on twitter and, and learn right. like it, it's that's no right. like it, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah, yeah safety, safety pin box, box or yep. something else yep. there's so that's many ways for people to get this information mm-hmm. i like, told a motherfucker on facebook to google some shit and i get i said hey why don't you start here if you google this thing uh-huh. you may find these things and he he's didn't like do it. he said if i google that only like five articles are gonna come up i'm like bitch read them <laughs> Fucking read them. Yes, there will be a few. Read them and then maybe you'll get to the point where you can add to it. Maybe you can write one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Anyone you, else have a pit? Anyone? Hello, ACLU. Get on the mic. Let's go. Get on the mic. Oh, what's your name? Okay, so uh, my name is Nikita. Hey, Nikita. Nikita. Hi. Hey, y'all. And I just think that the ACLU, they need to be thrown in the pit, and the pit needs to be set on fire. Yes, <laughs> we like that. It is but, a fiery but before pit. we throw them in the pit and let them on fire, they need to give us all that money that they've been getting. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yes. But uh, the ACLU was, uh, they actually provided legal um, representation to the guy that put on the uh, the tiki terrorism. No. Oh, yeah. But they, so they came out. So after people were like, there's blood on your hands and like that's disgusting they said that so they didn't come out and say we're not going to defend white supremacists what they said was now they're going to go they're going to do it on a case by case basis Mm -hmm. so they're just like real mealy mouth they ain't got no uh, backbone so throw the asses right in go in the pit roll it back money take the mic take the mic so what was it the campus or the city or somebody was like y'all can't have this protest here this was two weeks before it actually happened mm-hmm. that the city or campus or whatever entity was like, no. Yeah. And the ACLU was like, free speech. Because, wow. yeah, so was, that's that white liberal shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We have to have, give equal access yeah. for everyone to say that shit. Yeah. And it's like, no, these motherfuckers are oppressing right. people. It's something different. Mm-hmm. Words mean things. Yep. Freedom of speech, yes, yes. But we have to understand that how these words lead to my death. And that's something completely different than fucking like, we have to provide this space and opportunity for mm-hmm. everyone. Like, so I agree with you. Fuck, like, 
fuck that shit. Right. That shit is fucking ridiculous. Right. Right. Yeah, but that keeps them in business. Like since this happened, mm-hmm. like they were talking about that on um, the Black Joy mixtape. Uh-huh. Like now. They see how you got a lot of work now. Like, yeah. Oh, we got all these people right. of color yeah, right. yes. who have been hurt by this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because Sorry, that just opened up. Pat, can you pass it to um, oh. Pam? Okay. Hey, oh. Pam. A brunch Hi, Pam. Budget. Budget. Hey. Oh, my God. I love this pit. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I have lots of things to throw in the pit. No, Get I into have, it. I don't know if you saw the New York Times opinion piece that came out called I'm a White Man, Hear Me Out. No. Oh. If I saw it, you know I what did. I did. <laughs> you know we skipped it. Self-care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? I know, right? <laughs> so it... Right, exactly. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Right. So it showed up. So New York Times is one for real. So it showed up in my newsfeed from this like white dude who I'm like only Facebook friends with. Right. I've never met him in real life. So I left a comment, right? Uh-huh. I left a comment and we commented back and forth and I said a lot of people on this thread have been saying, "Yes, we have to listen, but it all sounds like you mean I want you to listen to me too." The reality is people listen to you already because you're white. Mm-hmm. In fact, you have white friends and family who only listen to you and someone who looks like you. But when it comes to truly giving oppressed voices a platform, you have to be willing to give up your voice sometimes, right? Yep. Yes. Reasonable, right? Yep. I was like, this is where I'm coming no, from. No, you challenged whiteness. Ain't nothing reasonable oh, when girl. you challenge whiteness. So, so you so gets real. Shit gets I know. real. So his white woman friend comes in. <laughs> of course. And Cause, she cause, says... Cause it's, she's mm-hmm. 50, it's always 53%. You yep. know, 53%. Yep. <laughs> Yep. So always some white bitch. In. Yeah. Swipes in. So without even acknowledging me at all, she's talking to him instead of me. She says, I want to ex- I want to share experiences, feelings, history with all to learn and understand. But I want to know that in that conversation, my voice can join in the mix too. Bitch. And then every fucking heart emoji afterwards. Oh, <laughs> bitch. Yes. No. Yeah, you know what? That's what no. I'm when, when white, They're the worst. When a white woman That's annoys violence. me, yes. I'm just going to call they her 53. Like, get the fuck out of my face, 53. <laughs> that's violence. I don't got time for this, 53. Violence. Like, like yeah. that's just what it's going to be yeah. from now on. Wow. Thanks for that, Pam. Thanks for that, Pat. Yo. Thanks for that. I think we I think we may have done it. I think we it. did it. We did a show. We did a show, y'all. This is fucking yes. amazing. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I want to say thank you to Bonfire Radio for doing this awesome thing. This is fucking independent media. Yep. This is black ass media. Um, this is important. Yeah. I think that uh, sometimes there's not a- enough of us to do this work, but like days like this where you can sit on the roof and talk about white fucking supremacy unfiltered, that right. shit is important. So um, make sure you give Bonfire Radio your money. Give your money to black women. Yes. Give your money to so, black people. Give your money to T with Queen and Jay. Give your money to T with Queen and Jay. Um, Bonfire Radio is here for the rest of the day. If you want to come through, we are at 93 Forest Street. If you're listening live, come through. Uh, what else? Um, I don't have anything to say. Um, okay, say so something. that's uh, that's just what hashtags. Oh, we talk. Oh, oh, wait. If you never met us before, we are on iTunes. Oh we yes, are on SoundCloud. Oh, Queen Stitcher, and Jay. That's right. Google. Listen so, to yeah, our podcast. Listen to our podcast. Subscribe. Um, Do that. Tea with Queen and Jay. Become a part of our family. Please, um, we love it. Yep, it helps that's us right. grow. Stop eating Stop cake. Stop eating cake. Fuck your cake. Fuck. Fuck that. This is not us. Hashtag. Word. Fuck that. Not my president. Bullshit. Fuck and that. I'm Do no something long, with yourself. I'm no longer calling you Beckys. I'm calling you 53s. All right? That's just what it's going right. to be. Right. But fuck you, Becky, though. <laughs>
I think we did a show, yo. Can we? Let's it. like roll out. Yes. Play the God sounds. Yes. Play the God music. Drop that God what? beat. <laughs> Turn that God shit up, though. Word, right? What are we doing? We about to throw chairs and shit. <laughs> so that was our last show. show. And that was a good fucking time. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. I really it. enjoyed myself. Yes, Did definitely. you enjoy it, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> From what I can hear, it was just wild. <laughs> it was, it was. Um, if you want to, like, for some reason you're not subscribed to this show, please subscribe to Tea with Queen and Jay on iTunes or fucking Apple Podcasts. The what fucking I like, the purple I like, app. I like the purple app. Yes, I'm yes. going with the purple app. Okay. Subscribe on the Purple app if you have an iPhone. Um, we are also on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn app. Wherever you find your favorite podcast, we're fucking there. Yes, we um, are. Be sure to follow us on all the social meets. All the social meets. T- at T with QJ on Twitter and Instagram. And we are T with Queen and J on Facebook and Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have this slamming ass website, tbwithqueenandj.com. And cute. remember, that's where our donate page is, and you can donate to our show there. Yeah. And as always, you can send us T mail either through our website or at tbwithqueenandj at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's what else do we say here? We say our hashtags. Go ahead. Yes, and Barry. If you're on Instagram and you're sharing, you can always just do a screenshot and the hashtag as your Instagram post. Pretty easy. Yes. Still with the juice. On it, yo. Barry got the juice, yo. She got the fucking juice. Hashtag juice. Hashtag Mm -hmm. juice. And while Barry is here, if you are on Twitter and you're talking about your podcast, if you're promoting your own podcast, you want to say that? Oh, yeah. If you're promoting your own podcast or talking about podcast news, it's hashtag pods in color, not podcast in color because that's long (laughs) and so I want you to be able to fit comments in and Mm -hmm. your links and everything about it but if you're listening to a podcast um, you're going to tag it pod in because it's the pod in your ears and you just want other people to know that you're listening to a podcast Mm -hmm. so two different things one's promoting one's listening and it's just so we can be out here you can see other people of color listening to podcasts all kind of podcasts even you know podcasts that aren't um, POC but just to know we're out there it's just important to be able to see those things that's right that's right fuck with it yo um black lives matter stop killing trans women say her name black panther so lit i can't think of any disability too too white white. Mm -hmm. Um, stop killing black trans women yeah like dead ass Mm -hmm. hashtag dead ass hashtag dead ass (laughs) um Hashtag Afropunk, yo. Hashtag yeah, Afropunk17. Afropunk hashtag Afropunk Fest. And hashtag our favorite Afropunk hashtag. Team with QJ. Hey. Thanks, guys. Thanks. See you next week. Let's get out of here. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> to Beverly Bond, the founder of Black Girls Rock, and Deborah Lee, the chairman and CEO of BET, I'm extremely grateful for the recognition that I'm receiving this evening. But I want you to know, if it was not for the love and respect shown to me by black women, those right-wing, ultra-conservative, alt-right haters in this country, they would have me believe I'm too black, I'm too confrontational, I'm too tough, and I'm too disrespectful of them. But now, I know I'm simply a strong black woman. 
army. We have power, we have influence. We can do things that others have told us we can't do. I don't care how big you are. I don't care how high you think you are. If you come for me, I'm coming for you. And so, whether it's the President of the United States of America or any of his cabinet, we will say to them, we will resist you. We will not allow you to damage this country in the way that you're doing. We will not allow you to take us backwards. Not only will we resist you, we will impeach you, Mr. President. And so, I know that you are as inspired as I am this evening. I want you to know that I said, and I'll say it over and over again, reclaiming my time.